0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You, XOXO, episode 17. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the OK Beast, Blessing, Eddie Oye, Jr. Happy birthday, Greg. Thank you, Blessing. How are you? I saw you put in Kind of Funny Games Daily. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I had to let people know. Of course, people should tweet at at Greggy. Let -hmm. them know how you feel. Um, Give them your honest (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> all, all that good stuff <laughs> comments, uh, really, everything under the video game stuff <laughs> exactly uh how do you spend your birthday so far
0: uh i've been eating it's been on a non-stop oh just eating non-stop it's been you eating? french toast uh with homemade whipped cream that was amazing She used sourdough bread amazing uh i went to animal crossing i said they had a little party for me there uh then when, I you, when you say they you're talking my about v- the npcs yeah my villagers yeah, yeah. okay you know, not I didn't like,
1: know if actual people through you like no, an no, no. when you started. I know that's realtor, the thing
0: nowadays. They take you to somebody's houses. I, I went over to Moose's house or whatever. He took care of me. Um got some stuff from him, started handing out some cupcakes on my island. No big deal. It's a PlayStation podcast. Uh played some Deliver Us from the Moon, of course. We got that coming up at uh, wow. 104 games ranked. Uh did we have cool friends with Nick, then uh, ate a bunch of fried chicken sandwiches and a part of a giant cookie cake that just got delivered.
1: Well, the fried the fried chicken sandwiches, were those homemade or were those?
0: No, uh, no, no, Square Word. Pie guys, of course, you know, this pizza place. Oh, they make an amazing buffalo chicken sandwich, right? Then mm-hmm. they've now started a side brand that's just delivery and takeout. Today they're launching it. It's called uh, Hot Hetchies. Hetchies hot. Hetchies hot. Uh, and so they mm-hmm. sent over a, a sample, a slam, sampling platter here of the fried chicken sandwiches. that are all super oh. hot, hot. They have hot Cheetos on them. Andy, you're going to be excited about that one day. Hot Cheetos on the sandwiches. Very good. Very good. My yeah, that name is sounds fun, awesome, you...
1: not Andy um you yeah, got, I mean, got pictures the of these or what's up no, i'm sorry what's that what, you got man? pictures of these bad boys i do if you go yeah, to twitter.com
0: slash game over greggy or my stories on instagram.com you can follow my food journey
1: oh that means following on instagram though you son of a bitch are you are you verified i don't i am i am verified oh you are verified yeah, okay your, excuse me? Tough
0: guy, huh? i, I followed you on you. twitch you weren't fucking verified on twitch you know what i mean
1: I mean, I just started streaming literally last night, and so far it's been very successful. Greg, now, as we know.
0: can put aside all of our differences and our jokes and our guffaws, we're doing here. I want to finally mm-hmm. congratulate you, blessing, on decorating okay. your room. Look at you, got you put your little Butterfinger cloud oh. back there. You finally put something yeah, up in your room.
1: There. I've been trying to hold on. I've been, What's the I've other thing on the mantle?
0: Is, is that a stick? It's like, oh, the, the, uh, yeah,
1: it's like a candle. <laughs> In case um, I don't know, until, yeah, it was, no, no, you don't, it came I know I candles for in a bedroom. Don't worry. About it, came, that. it came courtesy of Kevin's sister when I moved in here. She was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you know, just in case." There's a smell. Just here's a candle. I was like, why would there be a smell? But all right. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, I still got all these Butterfingers, though, you know, that I'm rocking.
0: Well, you've been eating a lot because you've been gaming better with Butterfinger, right? Exactly.
1: Every time I eat a Butterfinger, I start gaming better. It's wild, man. It's like like double XP in real life. Mm -hmm. What up, I I think it was in case the last person's room, like the the smell was still there. Oh, you know what? Do do you know who the last person that lived in there is? Yes, I do. Should I say it? Am I allowed to yeah, say it? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool Greg lived in here before hey, I know bad but also, why, would, that. why would Cool Greg leave a smell? I came in no, here. And no, no, no. But smell. it's it's not one of those things. It's one of those things like you ever walk into a room and you're like, oh, man, it smells like some, some you like know, other people. Here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like how yeah. when Blessing moves out and somebody else moves in, she's going to give the candle and be like, if you want to get rid of the Butterfinger smell here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh, wow, that's a lot of Butterfingers. <laughs> this, it,
0: it, it, this guy smells like he was gaming better with Butterfinger. ladies and gentlemen enough about that we have a giant show for you first off we have a predator hunting grounds review then we're going to talk about why people want to spoil video games then we're going to talk about maybe if we have time the changes we want to see in playstation's biggest franchises because this is PS I love you XOXO your weekly dose of PlayStation. You get to come here, hang out, me and Blessing talk about PlayStation with you. If you want to be part of it, it's easy patreon.com/slash kind of funny games. Give us your questions, your comments, your PSN profiles for trophy judgment. Uh, of course, Blessing give you homework, and let me tell you, it turns out you all have a lot of strong opinions about JRPGs. We'll get to those reader mails later. Of course, on patreon.com/slash kind of funny games, you can watch us record the show live, but more importantly, on demand, you can get the show ad free along with the exclusive post show we do each and every week but if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games please subscribe or podcast services around the globe each and every week you can get the show there for free no obviously a uh, post show you got to listen to the ads and stuff like that it's it's a living nightmare and you should go to patreon instead but if you can't i understand uh, speaking of going to patreon be like our producers uh mohammed mohammed aka momo al tribesman the predator who by the way we are fighting tomorrow in predator tuesday or i guess actually the day this would be posted uh twitch.tv slash kind of funny games 2 p.m it's all kind of funny versus al tribesman in an ilphonic sponsored predator stream uh james hastings uh sancho west gaming cody banks trent berry uh julian the gluten-free gamer joseph o Yousef, and scott radloff today we're brought to you by our sponsor me undies but i'll tell you about that later for now bless Hit me with the X's and O's. Greg, this last week, a PlayStation exclusive game released exclusive. to the world.
1: A console exclusive game. That's a good point, because it's on it's on PC also. Yeah. Was, was it not published by PlayStation though? It is, yeah. It, okay, so but it just came out on both PC and PlayStation. Sure. Uh, Predator, Predator Hunting Grounds right. came out. And we've gotten the chance to play it here at Kind of Funny. Uh, and so we should talk about
0: it. Isn't that right, Greg? We are. We are going to review Predator Hunting Grounds right now, ladies and gentlemen. So before we go any further, let me once again remind you, of course, we have a streaming a sponsorship with uh, Ilphonic, where we've been playing Predator Hunting Grounds. So if you can't, if you feel like you can't trust our review on it, that's understandable. Of course, you know we wouldn't play a game we hate or do anything with that. So you don't have to feel that way. But I understand totally if you want to take all of this with a grain of salt. However, we're going to welcome to the show right now, Andy Cortez, Nick Scarpino, the fire team as i call us because we're Ooh. out there chasing predators
2: left oh right. we were still muted sorry i was still muted my bad i was still right, looking at me he went Ooh, and it was great Look
3: you
0: know, at what i'm doing right now greg huh i'm itching he's, he's itching he's, he's you got, got itching. the desire, right this is what i'm talking about you know a game is something special when nick scarpino is the one hitting me up going like hey we gonna play tonight what do we t- you want to play like eight nine o'clock what's going on
3: it's true i have had to have very many converse, awkward conversations with my wife where we're <laughs> Midway through a very good movie on HBO, and in these quarantine times where like very good movies are sparse because we've watched them all by now, yeah, we were like a good hour and fifteen minutes into this new HBO movie called Bad Education with Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman, really, really good. And then uh, I, I, Greg texts me, he's like, you guys, like are, earlier, you it's locked. You want to play at nine thirty? And I'm like, I start getting anxiety because it's it's nine nine ten. And we're not done with this movie yet. (laughs) 9:50. We're not done with this movie yet. 9:20. And I finally paused it. I was like, babe, I have to prepare you for something. Like literally, as the climax of this movie is happening, I have to go play Predator with the guys. So we're gonna have to watch this tomorrow. <laughs> how is
0: she? Because <laughs> that's uh, obviously that's a common occurrence in the Miller household. That I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go play, or I'm playing something while something's on TV. Is D just being like, that's okay, honey? Go do your thing. Or is she oh not? yeah, she's
3: been super supportive. Of it. She she totally gets it. Like we're all on. Like normally it would be something that I would tell her ahead of time so that we could prepare because we like spending Saturday and Sunday nights together. Yeah, but it's we're in quarantine times, man. Anything goes. So it's like if, if I get the if I get the itch and I want to go do something, she's more than happy to have me leave the room <laughs> for an hour and a half <laughs> so she doesn't have
2: to deal with me. Andy Cortez, what is
0: your nutshell opinion here on Predator Hunting Grounds?
2: Oh, you're not going to ask me about my wife, Greg, or like my I'm sorry, at home uh, relationship or
0: uh, your wife that peep back there. How does she feel <laughs> being left all to by her lonesome in the bed? She's Very supportive. Very supportive. Greg. <laughs> uh i i
2: think the game is like first off let's just start off with the bad right i think sure. the game is is buggy at sometimes yeah. i think the game has frame rate issues um especially even on pc like i have a fairly uh decent rig i'm playing on both machines but i think like the best testament that we can <clears throat> that you can have for a game that yes we are sponsored by this but we have played uh, the last two nights for about two hours, maybe three hours off stream, oh, yeah. where I'm not even streaming with you guys. It's just like, let's just play. Like I I streamed yesterday. I played on PC. And then I was like, all right, done streaming. Going to watch the Michael Jordan Last Dance doc. And then I get the text from Greg. Hey, word out there that there's a predator. <laughs> get this guy. So it's like, all right, I'm in. And I, I think the game just has a great loop because I want to keep yeah. upgrading my stuff. I want to keep um, I like I don't love playing as a predator because I'm really, really bad at it, but I love playing as the soldier. And uh, it's yeah. just fun getting the XP and leveling up. And yeah, the game is super flawed, and I think there's a lot of little quality of life updates that they can do, but I'm still gonna support this game because I want to see those updates actually come through. Um it's a bummer that you can't get uh we can't do cross-play parties yet, which yeah. is so uh, the thing I'm worried about that with Greg is I feel like they've been super hush hush about it so i don't even know if that's in the plans why would you need to you can play it on
0: playstation everything's great
2: well, yeah but like you know i get 90 field i get my 90 fov
0: on pc and i you know mm-hmm. i'm just a sharpshooter that means you know what i sharpshooter. mean i really want them just to focus on the vita version personally but oh, uh, blessing what's your first uh your first uh, impression of uh, hunting grounds
1: i've been having a lot of fun with it i've been really enjoying it uh i'm with andy that the game can be rough in quite a few places like the frame rate is an issue for me on my base ps4 um i there there have been glitches like a lot of glitches a specific glitch where um if you're there are there's this thing called veritanium i think Mm -hmm. it's It's like like the the, yeah the currency that you're picking up um that you can find in the maps that you're traversing and uh something i've noticed is that after i pick some up the icon will remain to pick pick up more. And I'll be like, oh, cool, I can get some free Veritanium. I start trying to pick more up. And then uh, it'll happen where, like, the, just the diamond icon will stay on the screen. Um, and <laughs> that's actually... That
3: not a bug. That's just them punishing you for being greedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes morning. sense.
0: You know, you know what you're doing is wrong. That makes <laughs>
1: sense. Yeah, no, legit. As I was doing that, I was like, oh, look at all this free Veritanium that yeah, I'm getting. Exactly. And then, then, like, a minute later, I was like, oh, shoot, what have I done? I This <laughs> this icon is stuck on my screen. Yeah. I Ugh. probably didn't get any of the Veritanium that I thought I was getting. Um, But that's, like, a thing that, that happens, like, once every maybe... Well, it's not happening anymore because I figured out what I was doing. Yeah, but double-dip. it's like... Yeah, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to double dip on that thing. But, like, every let's say one out of three matches i'll notice the thing where it's like oh the um the shooting sound like the the sound for yeah, shooting yeah. a gun will remain on a character and so like well, you are at the loading actually, screen
0: and you still heal the hair the helicopter you're like that ain't right That's yeah that type of be. stuff like yeah.
1: there's just a, a, a lot of polishing stuff that totally. um that remains to be kind of rough in the final game um and then yeah, like even even some of the gun feel, I feel like feels off. Like the aiming feels kind of floaty in certain spaces. Like, uh, and especially coming off of Call of Duty, which is like the perfect uh, first-person shooter, it's kind of hard to judge oh, because sure, Call of yeah. Duty is like the, the 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 pinnacle, right? That's like the best feeling first-person shooter you can play. And yeah. coming down to Predator Hunting Grounds, it's like, all right, this is definitely not Call of Duty in the way that it feels. PC that feels said, real
2: great, bless PC.
0: Feels does, great. Does it feels great. Really Any I yeah, will kick you off this show. All right, it it's called PC, I love you. PC, I love but that. <laughs> I right, be playing solitaire. PC, PC, I love you. ASDW. Um, <laughs> but
1: like, out, outside of outside of all that, though, like the core loop of the game is so fun, right? Yeah. Like the idea that you're going to the match. It's four v one. Um, but you as, as 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 a team, right? You are like fulfilling these objectives. You are killing these NPCs. Uh, you are muddying it up, muddying up at the beginning of each match so that the predator can't scan you. Like that whole loop is so fun and so um not complicated in a way yeah. that i think allows for people to jump into it and immediately go like oh no i know what this is okay no this all makes sense and i think the the biggest thing the biggest compliment i can give this game is that uh i look at the unlocks for when, when you get to higher levels right once you get to like level 40 you might unlock a new gun or you might unlock a new perk or you might unlock, uh, unlock new gear and stuff like that um I look at that stuff and i get excited about it as i'm yeah. playing which is like the biggest thing i can say because like i was not expecting that to happen at all i was expecting to jump in and play with you guys and then bounce out after the weekend but sure. i got to like level 40 something and i'm like looking at some of the weapons that the predator has and i'm like oh man i really want that bow and arrow or i really want that uh like the staff that he has like yeah. you know i i think they have a the combi stick yeah they have like a special A special thing here that I think, you know, after some updates, after some polishing up, I think could even end up being something that lasts a long time, but even what they have here, I think is really good, or at least really fun.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. You nail it, right? I mean, my, you know, kicking off the conversation, top level thoughts are, yeah, like I i'm so pleasantly surprised with the game because of course this is from ilphonic the developer who did friday the 13th everybody remembers i love friday the 13th which was a similar asymmetrical uh, multiplayer more uh people versus jason than this again this is four fire team members versus the one predator right um but knowing that and knowing how bad friday the Thirteenth launch was and knowing how rough predators beta was when people were waiting 20 minutes for matchmaking all these different stuff it was coming into this like all right, I'm super excited for this because of the pedigree of it, the kind of game it is, and I know what I'm getting into, but am I going to get an improved Delfonic experience or am I going to get something similar to Friday the 13th? And so uh, when they launched it at 9 o'clock on Thursday, it was initially like it seemed like really big shades of Friday the 13th where it was people on Twitter being like, I'm waiting 30 minutes for a match and I can't get into that. I thought Ilphonic's response to it of having both tweets up, forum posts up and then putting it into the game that we're aware of it we're working on it kind of thing was really helpful and by the time we got in on friday for our thing it was already better let alone private matchmaking solving i mean my number one problem with friday the 13th was if you and if all of us wanted to play together and we went into a private thing we didn't earn xp so it was like There was all these unlocks for Jason and the consulars and all these things, but we weren't actually moving towards it. We were wasting our time. Whereas with predator hunting grounds, they're like, fuck it. Who cares? It's all for the most part, kind of cosmetic. You get new weapons, you do stuff. But if you just want to play your friends, you can be rewarded the same way. And so that's, what's interesting about this and watching people's reactions to it is that everything we've just said is true. I I believe, right? The game is a rougher on the edges for sure. You were talking about those glitches. I had the glitch where uh I gave myself my first aid injection and pulled it out and then I couldn't switch back to my weapon so I was just running around with a syringe. So I they, I was playing with kind of funny best friends. They were like, uh, go stand by the the barrel. We'll blow up the barrel and then we'll revive you. And they did. And I had the gun. And then when I went to the syringe, it happened again. I was like, motherfucker. Like, uh, there's lots of stuff like that. There's little things like that. You know, um, when we went and demoed it and did the preview session down at PlayStation, uh, they were explaining to us, you know, like the, the AI that's in there, that's the NPCs that are running around shooting you, the gorillas or whatever, they're meant to not be that big of a threat clearly they can't kill if they sat on you forever it's more of a threat though of like they start distracting you and then that predator can get in and do things but so they're in like you know so they're meant to be fodder they're meant to be easily blown up and stuff like that but they are dumb as a box of rocks in this like you'll see them running into trees you'll be running through the woods and you'll see them spawn in front of you like just out of thin air oh yeah I've
1: i've seen that before
0: and it's like whatever that's not you know the biggest thing or whatever but when you start like adding up how you how you review this game and where it all shakes out i think that stands out but that it starts getting into what you know tim would always talk about on gamescast right of like like not everything needs to be an eight a nine a ten right you can swim in sevens and have a great time and Mm -hmm. what's fascinating about predator is despite all these problems despite just three maps which i think is one of my biggest things i think they need to get on right away is getting more content in there for that It's just so much fun to fucking play. And the more we all play it, the more I see it start going and get not high level gameplay, but like actually using the tools of the predator and using the more advanced options and weapons and uh, uh, distractions. Because when we were originally playing it, it was that idea of like, all right, this is really fun. But how much long, how much, how, how, how long will this be fun for? And then, you know, like, last night when, it, when, in, when we were playing with Tam from GameSpot and I started using the distraction devices for the first time, it was like, oh, fuck. Then we were, then, you know, you can go into public matchmaking as a fire team. So it was us four playing, and we went in and just started matching with random predators. And seeing a predator who's really good at using the bear traps, you start going like, fuck, there actually is uh, not a, it, it's simple to get into, like we were talking about, but more difficult to master. And so it's this yeah. really interesting concoction.
2: I think it's yeah, like, why I like I, I enjoy this a lot more than Friday the 13th because I I didn't have fun being a counselor in that game like I, I just felt like I was always back up against the wall and that's what the game's supposed to make you feel yeah but I love the idea of I mean even last night it was great having those private matches but I thought it was so much fun uh before bless join and then when Tam left where it was yeah. four of us against a random predator and that's so cool because it's straight up just like, all right, let's see what this guy's got, you know, yep. and yeah. you uh, you enter this world and some of them suck. Some of them are like us and we're still learning about, you know, the Predator's mechanics and what's the best uh, route to take. Or you could be like Nick, <laughs> just be on the ground as the Predator. <laughs> all right. Why don't you tell the story? <laughs> I do want to, want to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's, I had to tell this story. It totally has nothing to do with reviewing the game, but we're all it's, it's me, Tam bless and Greg, and we're all walking and Nick is the predator. And, Nick always has trouble finding us and we're talking about like where could he be like I wonder where he is and I straight up just walk out of a, like a bushes or whatever and just in the middle of dirt looking up at a tree is <laughs> Nick is the predator not in camo or anything like that just standing there and I go oh he's right here and Nick goes oh shit and Nick runs away <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like the funniest moment but yeah. See,
0: I- you say that that doesn't have something to do with reviewing the game i think it really does is that yeah yeah we have these moments that are like we're again i am gonna keep drumming on it because i think it's my biggest disappointment is I, i'm surprised with the mission variety of all right get the pigs all right find the drugs get these idols whatever all the mission stuff you're doing as the uh fire team because the idea is it's like predator one where you're on a mission and then the predator shows up you're like what the fuck is this all the missions you're doing there are you know go get this go get this thing defend this thing go over there and do this thing they're multi-part and though i thought those were what would feel repetitive but now playing it uh since really hard I mean, i'm level 64 now 65 since launch it's more the, it's just the same three environments which are the same fights yeah. keep happening i feel in the same spots and, and I, I couldn't tell you like what the different maps were
1: like the maps all look the same to the point where it's like, like it, they could have just had one large map
0: and it probably yeah. made, wouldn't have made a difference. And So, but even that said, and that being the visual thing, I was it, early on when I, you know, cause I feel like we put it down and I kind of think a little bit about it critically or you can go to bed or go do whatever I have to do. And it was that thing of like, all right, well, am I going to burn out on that. But even us playing, you know, multiple hours for three or four nights in a row here, I feel like each one of the games was different and it would be that right, I'm going to try different loadout with my guy, my uh, fire team member. Or I'm going to do something different as the predator. And like, we're running into different scenarios and there is, there are those moments that like right now as the predator starts to click for me, like I'm not good with the predator. I think I'm maybe in the group, one of the better predators, but like I'm getting there where it's all starting to kind of make sense and how I should do this and what I should do here. But on top of that, those moments that you always have Andy, where we're in there. The predator drops down. Maybe he knocks out one of us. But then when we get him on the run and you take off, you're like, I'm hunting. I'm going. And like, there's the run, like, yeah. this, it's the game turns and it's this new excitement to it of like, fuck, we're going to get this guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, that's, a, that's part of what I think they nailed is that
1: if you have four, <clears throat> excuse me, four squad people that know how to play the game and understand that in are you're, you're stronger as a group than you are as an individual it then becomes very hard on the predator because like that, that balance between like being the predator and being like, all right, how do I take out these four people? Um, when, when, you know, against one person you're super strong, but then against like three or more it's difficult to really try and take somebody down because you're, if you're, if you're caught like slicing at somebody, say you're doing like melee combat as the predator, right? Like somebody else could see you doing that and then immediately try to try to take chunks out of your health, uh, by shooting at you um that balance between that back and forth between the predator and the fire team i think is really good and it's like it's it's surprisingly well balanced you don't feel overpowered as the predator but also at the same
0: time you're scared as the fire team a little bit here monday afternoon as we record right i would say that it's good it's balanced between the two right but i remember on both starting the game and then when we were deeper into the game feeling different about it where in the beginning it seemed like predator was op right when he could just get down and kill us real fast then it felt like we turned a corner of like well wait if we're always together the predator is just gonna get owned when he comes down and now that we all feel a little bit more confident with predator using different weapons devices or whatever now it feels like again we're back to this more yeah, it's like
1: it sways back and forth of like all right cool they're sticking together how do i then take that apart as i'm leveling up and unlocking more equipment as the predator like what can i use and like that combi yeah. stick comes into play because that's like a later a later level
0: unlockable but even that and, right and- when we when we came into the weekend or like saturday being like that sticks unbeatable it's a cheat then andy really got good at parrying, <laughs> and i was like Fuck, yeah. no, you can't use that yeah that's what yeah. i was gonna
3: say the, the the game initially is deceiving deceivingly simple like where you look at you're like this is way too way too simple for it to keep me uh, engaged for this long. But then this, as the strategy comes in and the strategy starts to evolve as people get better, that's where I think really the meat of this game is. That's why it's so much fun. There was a moment yesterday where... Because I looked at loading one of those bear traps into my loadout for for my main predator. And I was like, I just don't see how that's going to be useful. Like, yeah. usually, like, looking back in my... Just the limited experience of how many combat situations we got into, we're usually in the open. Like, smartly, our, our strike team usually knows how to just kind of stay back to back in the open and make sure we can see him coming from different directions. But there was one moment yesterday where three of us ran into a room like idiots to do an objective. And I looked over and I saw a bear trap just hit the one and only entrance
0: to the room. And I'm
3: like, Oh shit. Like if I if anyone steps out of that, they're gonna get caught, and this guy's just gonna pick us apart. And that was the guy that just murdered us,
0: well, that's ceremoniously. In back to the thing, like that was us versus a random predator online, right? Yeah. So to as I, I think figured, I kind of yeah. said it, but like you can enter in obviously if you want to play as predator uh, strike team person. If you're like us, you can get a team a four person strike team together and then just match up randomly against predators like we were doing. Private matches, you can assign roles, do whatever you want. But that was the same predator, right? Who, yeah, was using different tools. And then on top of that, when we did kill him in that room, he ran and put his face to the wall, so we couldn't shoot the mask off his face. Yeah, use so his bomb. And so then he me and Blessing just and had a bear trap, and it was like, "Fuck, this guy thought through with like his suicide plan here." And then me, me and Blessing just had to hold hands as we were dying on the floor, as
3: we heard Greg laughing and running away. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Typical.
2: I, um, uh, I think the main question I keep hearing is like, "Is this game fun to play without friends?" Yep. yep. Um, and I think the jury's still out for me because the only times I've popped in to play, uh, I've only played off. Let's see here. I've only played without friends on PC, um, and, and that was just to double. level.
0: You're already upset because you're playing on PC, so.
2: No, no, no. I mean, you know, my aim's so much better, and I'm just yeah. an absolutely, yeah. I'm Currible just an absolute murderer that. on that platform. But I got out of the shower and I was like, I want to level up, so that's where I started playing off stream, and that's where we encountered the one dude who was just like, this guy was all about it this guy was just calling the shots just like if you hear that kitty purring up in the trees you let me know like this guy was just super <laughs> on but i had um that was mostly mostly just for leveling uh purposes right just i'm going to play without friends but i just it's cuz i want to keep i want to get this scope for my sniper or whatever but um i think if you play at least with one friend you don't need a full squad but if you and one friend just team yeah. up yeah. and knowing that you're going to be playing uh, a random a uh, person online playing as the predator. I think there's such a thrill in that. Like I, that knowing that this guy is out there trying to fucking eat your lunch, dude, and you're doing everything you can. And maybe you make new friends with these two other randoms in your squad or whatever. But, I, I, I think the jury's still out for me whether I would have a blast playing this offline. We you know where I'm not giggling with you guys, you know? The,
0: the way I was saying it, right, is like I only did uh, night one, I, or I guess night one and then day two. I played a couple by myself, and I enjoyed it, but that was learning the mechanics of it, and I was playing as just a soldier on or whatever. The way, when people were asking me, I was telling them, I think it'd be. I think you could have fun if that's what you want to do, but it hits different with friends. Like it definitely is a game that. Yeah, like if we were talking before we started recording. Are we playing tonight? And you guys have edits to do and other things going on. I guess technically it's my birthday dinner with my wife too. But whatever. Uh, it is that idea that if you aren't down to do it, then I probably wouldn't just. I I don't know if I I wouldn't randomly jump on. And I think that is. At this point, the fun of it, because it is a game that we haven't talked about too many mechanics of it, but like when you are the fire team, you need to listen for the predator. You need to look for his laser. You need to see his thing over there. Ping him, so you, ping yeah. him, and call him out, and all that. And so you need to be communicating with one another. And I would imagine as the days go by and the more casual people drop off, that we're just looky lose or whatever. And you get people who are actually into it. You're going to run into those squads. But then again, yeah, I don't want to be in a squad and be like the weak link, and everybody's like, "Oh God, this guy sucks," kind of thing. Whereas with us, it is that great feeling of you know even right now where <laughs> when we were playing night one, it was like oh man we're in a PlayStation party so you know when the predator when if you're gonna be predator you need to mute the party or you need to jump out of the park like day two we we're like fuck that like we're not yeah, no. it's not like we're saying exactly yeah. where you are and even it's if we were it's so more much fun. more fun it's so much yeah. more fun to yeah. hear
2: like when Greg is chasing us and be like. Oh, oh, he's bleeding, dude. He's fucking terrified right now. And then yeah. Greg yeah. just—he's well, like, "I am hurt." <laughs> like, <and> there's, <laughs> there's
3: also there's also a couple times of the other night where we used that to our advantage too, right? Where yeah. I'm like, "Andy, keep going after him," and but we were going toward toward the um, to re, uh, revive blessing. But yeah. Greg thought we were still chasing him, so Greg was still beelining for safety. So I mean, yeah, I I think that I think it's a different dynamic. I think you could absolutely if you got really good at predator, I, I could easily see you oh wanting God. to jump in and just own people for hours on end. And I did. I played a couple matches by myself to level up as well. It was fine, but you definitely feel like you're 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 on an island by yourself, and you don't get that level of coordination unless you're chatting with people. So, I mean, I just think the, the last three days of playing this has been some of the fun I've, I've ever had playing online stuff with people. So, I look forward to tomorrow's
0: stream where we're gonna just own Alex Reimsman. Do you think? Oh, yeah. How long do you think it lasts? Because that was the thing is I I you know I I would been I've been stoked since obviously the announcement of it, but getting closer, I oh. was like, oh yeah, cool. I want that Friday Thirteenth Five again, and playing it friday on stream and when we ended it it was like fuck i want to keep going and when we did that night and then saturday was the same thing of like you know doing all my errands in the morning and then be like i'm gonna play till the end of it and i when i came to bed saturday night i almost told jen like i think my fever broke like i'm to the point now that i feel like and i, I still want to play the game but i feel like i can play other things and then when we all actually coordinate like oh do you want to do it tonight sure then i'll go back and play but i don't know Mm -hmm. if i'm like i gotta i gotta i gotta gotta play right now.
1: the thing that worries me is i am already in my 40s in terms of in terms of my level not my age um because i'm in my 20s but like in in in, in terms of how how far along i am in the the game (laughs) sorry nick um In terms of how far I am in the game, right, I feel like I've made a lot of progress in in terms of my leveling up um, faster than I would in other games to the point where I'm like, yeah, I almost have, like, all, like, the vital things unlocked in terms of weapons and all that stuff and perks. Yeah. Once I hit that point where everything's unlocked, am I really going to still feel as motivated? Uh, That's, like, my one big worry. Uh, But aside from that, like, I, I, I can see myself playing this game in the context of, like us playing it as a group or me playing it with friends yeah. for a while, especially given that like not many other games are coming out at this point sure. Um there. We do have dates now for last Wish and Ghost of Tsushima, but those are like June and July. Um And so like, I until then I can see myself honestly playing this game. If my friends keep playing, if everybody drops off at the same time, then that might be another story because sure. yeah, I'm not playing this game. Uh, With randos as much. I was playing it a little bit yesterday and the day before, but it's definitely for me not as fun playing with rando than playing with randos as it is playing with friends.
3: Yeah, see, for me the leveling is the opposite though. I'm glad I leveled up fast because my big barrier to entry for any of these games like this is that I jump in and everyone's level sixty four and I'm level two. And that's yeah. not, it's not, I don't feel like I'm adding to the grip. I feel like I'm dragging everyone down. And I also don't understand the strategy of it. So I feel like getting up to, I think I'm level 50 right now. I have every weapon I possibly could need to just be able to be a productive member of the team and try to figure out deeper and deeper strategy and different deeper, deeper ways to, to take on these predators. And so I think like, for me, it's it's important to have all the tools that I need right off the get-go. And I, they did a really good job of incentivizing me to, to play this weekend with the double XP and all that stuff. Yeah um and so now that i'm leveled up i i'm like yeah now i want to keep it up it's like you've been to the gym for the last 3 weeks you're feeling good you can run and you're like now i want to now i want to keep it up i want to stress those legs and see how far we can go with it plus i think i'm only scratching the surface at how to be predator
0: and, and like that's the thing the, right i started like messing with you know you can have different loadouts or whatever and so i still have my fifth one i think locked or sixth one locked or right. whatever so putting them in and mixing and matching weapons like when i was like oh i unlocked the berserker class for predator let's try this out and i went in there i'm like hey, you got or, you're like how was it and i was like it it was way different, and I didn't have the right loadout of weapons. Like I I I do I'm with you that I I like how fast I was able to unlock so much of it. There's still stuff I'm still striving for. Uh, you have your own levels you play through. Uh, yeah, there was double XP if you hit the square button for the the deluxe edition or whatever, which is the 60 yeah. version of the game versus the regular base game, which is 40. Um, and so I like that I unlocked a lot of the stuff so that I could start experimenting and then i feel like like we said this is uh, to your point nick all of us playing together and leveling together where it was in the beginning like oh this doesn't feel good or that doesn't feel good or, blah blah and like bringing in new people now they like when we brought in our friend brennan or uh, on saturday night mm-hmm. and he was playing and he was like a level two to us and he was like yeah man my predator i suck as predator and it's like well yeah you do but there's also like you don't have the right weapons yet. You don't have. Yeah. The, the and there's a games.
3: curve to it. Like he got killed by an NPC. I was like, wow. <laughs> was
0: like
3: yeah. Remember, I was <laughs> like, who killed him? No, he got the because The NPC just walked up and put one in his, the back of his head. No,
2: uh, <laughs> <Well, I, I, laughs> but I mean, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. no, I was just going to say, I think like uh, in terms of staying power, I'm always kind of weird when it comes to games where it, the, re, the quality of the game could be absolute shit or it could be the best game ever. And staying power doesn't, that doesn't matter to me. Cause sometimes I just stop playing a game. Cause I'm just not in that mood anymore you know yeah um but i think if the game i think a lot of it comes down to if you all keep if my friends keep playing it and if there are enticing enough um cosmetics that keep popping up if there are added weapons the levels like i'm fine with the level like i I don't really have an issue with the variety in the three levels i do think they they look kind of samey but now i know that one of them has like these mayan temples another one has these big oil drums and another it's like one jungle has-
0: temple the water one and then the train yard yeah those are the uh, three. and i if i can real quick they feel big when you started i felt like when we were running around but i think all the not all but most mission objectives have the same kind of choke points because like train yard it's like all right cool run to the place with the giant the train yard <laughs> with yeah. the tin roofs and whatever and right. i know that from one of those sides i'll see you guys coming yeah and but but I think yeah if the game keeps uh, if
2: they keep releasing enticing weapons and cosmetics yeah that would give me more of a reason to keep popping back in and level with you guys uh, because I just think you know this movie this game is like a, a Hollywood blockbuster like it's like it's popcorn it it's junk food it's not I wouldn't say a great game but I'm still having a blast with it like 100%. I I think if they can. Keep introducing cool uh, items to unlock, as well as fixing all these little issues that we have. More quality of life stuff. Um, and yeah, if if they if they introduce crossplay, like true crossplay parties and stuff, because to to uh, I just want to explain it for people. Adore. You cannot create a party. I can I don't, Me on PC cannot create a party with you guys on PS4. But there are tons of times where you just start a random game and you'll see PC and PS4 players.
0: Yeah, there's so cross play. There's just not cross-party.
2: There's cross-play matchmaking, but there's no crossplay like party uh some, creating. Yeah. That, it's kind of a bummer.
3: I will uh I will keep playing until mm-hmm. I get nasty with the plasma caster. I hit I got one kill with it on my last round. This is the pistol, blessing. right? The predator's pistol. No, the uh, I'm thinking the shoulder oh, cannon. Oh the shoulder the up. shoulder cannon, okay. Yeah, that's the first guy. It's the first weapon you start off with. It's obviously that and the uh the claws that it has are are the base things that the predators always had since the 87 movie
0: yeah and
3: uh, I'm like oh this is so cool and I was so disappointed by how hard it was to kill with that yeah. until I realized that if I could draw people out if I was sat on a branch and let people come to me to get a better shot at me it would give me time to, to charge it up and blessing came running out and I just heard him go oh I see him I see him I got him and then I let it go and he goes oh he got it <laughs> and I was like yes so just like, I, I don't know I think that I think that there's a surprising amount of depth in the game, especially when you're playing as the predator, and I think that strategy is going to keep me interested for a while.
0: Yeah, I can. I, I definitely want to keep playing. uh You know, it's. I think. I don't think it's as egregious as Friday the Thirteenth, but it's one of those like somebody asked me uh on Twitter over the weekend, like, "Are you playing in a platinum?" It and I was like, I always say like I'll try to make. And I looked at the thing that's like get a thousand claims as predator or whatever. I'm like, "Oh fuck you guys, come on!" Yeah. <laughs> like maybe if I, you know, we never stop playing or whatever. But even then, it's it's such a weird it's it's awesome how i think everything we said about all the cons of the game are true right like it's rough on this edge what about the maps yada 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 but still the sum is greater than its parts and i think so much of that is us coming in and being friends and wanting to play and you know hang out together and i encourage you know people who are like who there was people who are like oh, i bought it but i have no way to play with i'm like well go to the subreddit go to the kind of funny facebook group go to whatever you can find other people to play with like there's something to that and that makes it special even though the game like we are saying it's not great it's not yeah. an amazing game I, it's honest, something get it fun.
1: honestly the thing that, that that like is going for the game for me is the fact that it's fun like everything like if you, if you take apart the game and look at its like individual details yeah. of it i'm like this doesn't really like a lot of this just doesn't work like the game doesn't look pretty like yeah. the the uh mechanically like it feels so rough to play in some at, at some points and yeah like it's super glitchy and i wish there was more features and all all these different things but at the core of it it's a really fun experience it makes for really fun gameplay moments like like ones that we, ones that we've talked about on this podcast already right and saying and talked about how like we came across nick just chilling looking up at the sun one time <laughs> right that uh, the point where nick uh saw me uh, come out and he shot me with this thing like there's so many of those moments that I feel like you can, you, we can extrapolate from any match we play in this game that yeah. makes this game fun and memorable in a way that, like you said, it's it's the it's greater than the sum of its parts. Um, even though like its parts do feel individually kind of like very
0: rough in a lot sure. of places. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Any closing thoughts, anybody? i We're,
3: coming for, you. we're, we're coming, coming for you, now. I'll, I'll probably we'll play tonight. Play tonight
0: yeah all right let's, get, let's get <laughs> on the game and do some editing you have an edit do to do, do nick come I on know, man bro, <laughs> I know. Edits, when, we when is when is like honor you know you know i know but we have
3: so many things doing to do tomorrow but we'll see maybe i can just pour it out
0: <sighs> don't you want to get i'm on like nine
3: i'll be done by then i, 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 I do, once do once like that too to by the way like
0: one of the things worth pointing out uh we were talking about uh the vibranium or whatever the hell it is for unlocking veritanium you get yeah thank you you get rewarded with it or whatever and then you come out and there's loot boxes that you spent you know you drop on and you get or whatever but like they aren't you can't buy unless i have missed it you can't buy with real uh game you can't buy with real money that stuff the in-game currency it's just in-game it's just unlocking cosmetic stuff it's just like new paint jobs and face paints and everything like that like i feel like that's the way to do that kind of stuff where i'm like incentivized and also when i come out i'm like excited that i have the loot drop or the loot chest right i'm like oh pop in there and see what's in there i digress Nick, Andy, like thank best. you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. No problem, Andy, guys. I have a PC podcast to go do right now and talk about the new generations of space bars. We're, and talk, we're talking about Valorant and Cod Warzone updates. Oh, my God. I'm so bored already. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.
0: And then there were two, kind of. There it is. Kevin, what do you, uh, you need from
1: There's a million of seconds.
0: me. I know. It's just... Ca- it's uh, thank you all for listening. Again, as I said, remember, for transparency, uh sponsored us to stream Predator. So not the review and not our tweets and not our praise of it or whatever. And that was, that was the, the, my favorite thing. Is like I know that I was the Friday the 13th guy. And so I remember what it was like trying to drag everybody to stream that and then nobody wanted to play with me after. So oh, on yeah. Friday when we were streaming it and literally even Tim was having fun, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. This is what it could have been like forever.
1: Finally. Friends.
0: Blessing. What's Greg. number two on the X's and O's?
1: Why do people spoil games, Greg? These fuckers. These idiots. And also, what does The Last of Us 2 and uh, Ghost of Tsushima's release date tell us about the PS5? Uh, these are being lumped into one because they all feed it in together. Um, but yeah, we got The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, the new release dates. They announced them today as of the time of recording. Um, let's see. Last of Us Part 2 will arrive on June 19th, uh, whereas Ghost of Tsushima will be delayed until July 17th. So we got the dates.
0: Um, yeah, I'm gonna those pull those dates. One or you, you you want? Are we putting it all together? You want to handle this right here because that's a month apart for two big first parties. Let's,
1: let's 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 touch on this one first. Okay. So yeah, we got the dates. Uh I'm I'm happy with those dates. Like this is honestly like part of me. Part of me was already like resigned to the fact that Last of Us is gonna be a PS5 launch title. You know, I was our I was already like that. It's gonna happen. Like the indefinite thing. You know that yeah. that's already that's that's already let us know. Um, the the fact that we're gonna get the Last of Part Two in June, I think, is especially good news coming off of the the story leak. Um, yeah, I think that that's like the big thing right now. Where, um, well, just, actually, I'll just get in. Yeah, bring that. i yeah, sorry,
0: but I'm Let's so excited to talk to my friend Blessing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, last uh, Naughty Dog on Twitter tweeted this message out today, just to give people context. Right. Uh, this tweet comes from Naughty Dog. They did like the screenshot of the Notes app thing, uh, not literally the Notes app, but same kind of spirit just text, just text. Uh, they, <laughs> they say we know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you we feel the same it's disappointing to see the release and sharing a pre-release footage from development do your best to avoid spoilers and we ask that you don't spoil it for others the last was part two will be in your hands soon no matter what you see and hear the final experience will be worth it naughty dog and this is of course coming off of uh yesterday there were a bunch of last of Us Part Two story narrative leaks that people have like tons of ideas on where they came from but I think the prevailing theory is that there was a disgruntled naughty dog employee that decided to uh leak a bunch of the story details of the game um, huge huge spoilers that are out there so protect yeah. yourself protect your eyes mute all the words that you that you need to if you want to stay unspoiled um but Greg, with all spoiled this- yet yes like it, I mean I I already knew it was gonna happen and so it was one of those things where I was like like last night as I saw everything kind of happening I was like it's gonna like we mean? host the playstation podcast yeah. right we i we host kind of funny games daily every every single day and people love to come and troll and like you're wrong or whatever and so like today yeah. and you're wrong there's like a bunch of people being like or just dropping spoilers and it's one of those things where i was like that's yeah, gonna happen yeah and so that was my yes, thing.
0: i spoiled i when it when it broke i got a bunch of dms from people being like mute all the no-, and i'm like that's not gonna work like that's not how things yeah. get spoiled and sure enough shit today like i was just in my feed looking at birthday messages and there's a screenshot with text over it so it's like you will not even be like yeah cool yeah. whatever so, you know what, I mean? what are you gonna do yeah
1: but yeah the, so coming off of that leak the release date is very good news
0: uh because people do are you think be to they're play related because i saw this as well that people were like they they must have today decided to, over the weekend this happens they're like naughty dog hits a playstation like what the fuck let's just go let's get it out and this is the date they pick
1: I I don't think they're related, but I we talked about this a little bit today, me and Tim. Um, I don't I don't think they came up with this release date based off of the leaks because these are big big ships to steer, right? Like of course, if the Last of Us Part Two was planned as like a any sort of PS5 you know launch title, which I think those discussions probably happened, mm-hmm. um, you know a, a story leak isn't the thing that's going to. Uh, turn that around at least this quickly. Like the fact that the leaks ha- leaks happened last night and this announcement is coming this morning. I don't think that's a ship that gets turned that quick. Yeah. Uh, but I could see the case of like, you know, they came they 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 came down to these dates for Last Verse and Ghost of Shima, and maybe they were going to announce them later this week, but they decided to announce them today yeah, uh, because you you put people at ease um a bit with that i could see that being the case but i don't think the dates are the dates because of the last was leak yeah i think I, I
0: think the timing is interesting because i do think it's good news let's get out there and try to bury this bad news before it can get even further right because it, it is that thing we all get so wrapped up in oh my gosh this is happening right now it's being spoiled for everybody blah blah like it's being spoiled for what maybe 10% of the audience that's going to and, and that's maybe I bet it's I bet it's a single not even. point. Yeah. exactly I mean like it, we always want to think that everybody is on Twitter the reddits the listening to every video game podcast they're not we it's very vocal so it seems like we're this huge uh, majority when in fact we are the minority of the people who are going to pick this up and play this and not have any idea that the last this the cutscenes have leaked and this got put out and yada 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 And so I think, yeah, you start putting good news out there. You try to fill it out that way and then taper it off as fast as possible.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah,
0: how do do you feel about the release dates for both Ghost and Last of Us? I'm surprised they're on top of each other that way. You know what I mean? Less than a month, but pretty much one month is an interesting drop. Because I felt, you know, when all this happened and we start throwing around our clearly off-base, nobody understands business uh, ideas, I was pretty much like, oh, Last of Us has got to come out with the PS5 now. Like, that just makes sense if you're gonna push past it. But instead do for the delay to just be a couple weeks from its May date, right? Like
1: Do you think those conversations happen? Because I think that must have been it, right? Like you come out uh about a month ago, right? And you say that like, hey, play uh we're we're delaying last is part two indefinitely, along with Iron Man VR, which we also need to talk about. Um where the hell's that at come on. <laughs> yeah, because um but like you, you come out and you say that you're delaying both those games indefinitely. I figure you make that decision based off the fact that the world's on fire, and yep. you like you just you, know. see that pipeline issues are happening, and you want to make sure that you keep people informed because these things are kind of imminent, and so you delay both of them. I imagine you do that, and I imagine over the last few weeks, I guess over the last month, right? They've been having those conversations of like, all right, how do we deal with this? Do we push the PS5? Do we just keep it? Um, it do we just move it up to June? Like, how's the pipeline looking? I'm sure they keep an ear to like, you know, see how things shift, see if they can. Uh, if if things come back to somewhat normalcy by June, not normalcy as in like work from home is is over, but normalcy yeah. in terms of the production pipeline. Can
0: Amazon get you your packages on time? Yeah, and can we like print this and do all that stuff? Will GameStop be open on June nineteenth?
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that's what it mostly ca- came down to. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. This this date seems to be coming off of off of that, right? Like, and yeah, part part of me part of me wants to think that. They weighed the numbers and the weighed the benefits and I guess the, the the negatives of coming out with the PS5 and this just turned out to be the the better scenario for them.
0: For well, I least. mean, what gets interesting about it is I thought that you would bump Last of Us Part Two to PlayStation 5's launch because you're also worried about Horizon or whatever exclusives you're working on to be a launch title for PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. If that's not ha- if they clearly that's not happening, then the question or not even question, it just becomes, oh, but then I guess maybe they're not far behind on whatever their playstation 5 launch lineup is going to be maybe this what they're seeing right now is they've taken a breath and looked at all the developers who are working from home is that nope everything's on track and we're going to still have the launch lineup we thought we were going to have so we don't need to hold back something like this a a thing in our pocket we let's get it out again and you know i think when we looked at this and talked about when we look at these dates now and then being so close together i think the messaging is still pretty clear there right of like even though the PlayStation four life cycle will continue and you'll still be able to buy PlayStation fours and they'll want you to buy them cheap or whatever. They are trying to put a period on this generation before launching PlayStation five. Right. We've talked about this over and over again of outside of, you know, ghost and outside of last of us, like what are the first parties working on? What are their titles? But like, you know, these are the grand finales for the PlayStation four in terms of triple A games from first party from PlayStation. And so they're trying to, I think, get them out as fast as possible. So as fast as possible, they can switch all marketing guns to let's talk about the PlayStation five. Let's get you excited to buy this thing in November, December, whatever holiday means to them this time around with the pandemic. But I think, you know, still committing to June for uh, last of us pushing ghost to July. like Go should you'd argue arguably you want more room between those titles, right? Because you do want a, a production cycle uh i um, sorry a pr cycle for each one of them a chance to get yeah. people hype and get trailers on tv and blah blah, blah. and now you have campaigns running I- into each other and you also run into the same problems uh that everybody has when they're marketing stuff like this of if they're this close together there will be the people who are like well i only have 60 dollars to spend on one I, I won't i won't have 120 uh in a month time i have to pick one of these games and which one am i going to pick like that PlayStation doesn't want that, but they also don't want to let one of the Ghosts go so long and it's close to PlayStation Five and has the exact same situation there of well, I want to spend five hundred dollars on this machine. I don't want to spend sixty dollars on a last generation game. Like I want to buy the new thing for it.
1: Why do you think they push Ghost of Tsushima also instead of putting out Last of Us Part Two after Ghost of Tsushima? Because I'm sure that was probably an option that that came up, or that that's an option that seemingly exists, right? Like Ghost of Tsushima already had that. Um, june date on it
0: yeah um i don't mean to be rude and I, I don't think i am i think anybody would argue you know dollars and cents of this is that in terms of playstation internally right like mm. naughty dog is the star they they are the triple a they are the mvp they are the ones that are like are going to last of us part two is going to sell way better than Ghost of tsushima period and so i think you don't want to go the opposite of what i just talked about where Ghost comes out first, sure, and people do buy it, but then that gets in the way of Last of Us. Last of Us is going to put up numbers, man. It's going to fucking Mm -hmm. put numbers on the board here, regardless of spoilers, regardless of when it comes out. But if it comes out and it doesn't have any competition in front of it to worry about Ghost of Tsushima, as much as that wants to be competition for the people who don't buy every game that comes out. You don't want to fuck up those numbers playstation wants to say that last of us part two sold x times better than last of us part one in a 24-hour period last of us part two has become a runaway success and is our most pre-order you know they want all of those kind of uh not game of the years but like awards and stats to put on the box for last of us part two and put in the commercial for last of us part two and have articles on ig and talking about for last of us part two like especially coming off of this bad news you want to have all the good news you can have for this game and so while I'm super stoked for Ghost of Tsushima, I know some people read into my comments, um, The last piece I Love You or the PS I Love You beforehand of, oh, Greg said, I forget what I even said though, basically of like, it's a, basically that Ghost of Tsushima is kind of this unknown quantity and that I didn't, th- oh, I didn't think it was going to be, I think it's game of the year from Gamescast that I didn't think that Ghost of Tsushima will be in game of the year running. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't, he didn't really say why, blah, 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 And it's like, well, it's just the fact that from the little bit we've seen of it, it looks like a great game, but I don't know if it looks as revolutionary as last of us felt playing or looks you know what i mean and so there's just so much hype to the last of us that you want to keep things out of its way and what that means i honestly believe is putting putting something a month behind it is also not great that's also gonna you could have a last of us hangover you figure it's going to be a conversation piece for quite some time and articles and guides and everything else but putting it in front of it you'd really fuck it up because the the lead up that fever pitch we all go into right before the release of a big game would be right on top of this and so i don't think you're gonna hopefully you figure you can get people more if if last of us part two comes out and as good as we all think and hope it will be then you can hopefully ride that up like and now we got another banger from playstation coming here for ghost of Tsushima. i think yeah you know i mean it does better it's 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 that argument sometimes of like uh, this is a flawed I don't I don't have it but like having a better lead in right where sometimes you put your big gun first to get eyes on there and then hopefully they continue on to whatever show you're trying to promote whatever used to come after friends I can't remember
1: boy meets world I don't actually know that, was, that, that now
0: you're thinking this you're thinking of TGIF I'm thinking of Thursday Yeah that's what I'm on, thinking of. NBC yeah. But then these uh, fucking people leak
1: and everything. Come on. I got a, I got a question here from Mitchell from Canada, uh, who writes into patreon.com. patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can, and says, So last part two had a massive leak on Sunday, with loads of the game's cutscenes and gameplay showing up <laughs> online. Unfortunately, lots of terrible people are going around and intentionally spoiling the game for people. I myself got a pretty massive spoiler on Reddit. Well, that really blows that people are having a game they waited four years for since announcement. Uh I can't even imagine how much this sucks for everybody who works, who worked on the game for the last four plus years and was looking forward to people getting to experience it. I really feel for Neil and the rest of the team at mm-hmm. Naughty Dog. They must be so heartbroken over this. Do people or do you guys have any guesses as to how a leak as massive as this actually happened? Will Sony seek legal action against those responsible for the leak? I know that secondary studios are often co- contracted to help uh, finish big projects like this. Do you think that be the source of the leak i mean i i i think as as far as will playstation seek like action as far as like legal action i think if they're i think if they're able to narrow down who did it probably the i did this is fucked yeah
0: well like, i mean if, like they will get you they are going if the person to person
1: works me. if the person works at naughty dog and like if the if the story circulating around is true right that it's a disgruntled disgruntled employee and they leaked all that information yeah they're fucked but here's <laughs> the thing is, is that I,
0: I don't buy I I, I say this with literally no information because again I haven't unless you maybe if you've seen it I haven't seen an actual report confirmation I've seen the IGN article of like hey there's spoilers out there be careful but I haven't seen IGN say there's spoilers out there and rumor has it this that and the other I just see. This being a prevalent uh, internet theory, theory.
1: yeah, I've not I've not seen it at all either. And, and like when I, when I was talking about it earlier today on KFGD, I was, I was hesitant to even like kind of go, go that route. Yeah. I think the the only the only thing I've seen is like Jason Schreier, uh tweeting about it as if that is the case, which like he's saying that's good. I I, I I I don't know it, I can't remember his exact words. I can pull up the Twitter, but he, he was tweeting it. about this leak and he was talking about it as if, um, or he he was act he was at least making
0: reference to like if a naughty dog employee, uh did this. Here's what I'll read. That's I'll it. Re- I'll, I'll read the uh, things since we're talking Go about that. It. it was my first time reading it. first blush. Just catching up on this Naughty Dog story and man, no matter how angry you are about your workplace conditions or your pay or whatever else, leaking your whole game just hurts all the other people who are in the trenches with you. So many better ways to channel that rage. It's amazing how many people responding to oh, this is it, responding to this don't seem to get that devs at Naughty Dog parentheses, including a couple I just talked to, can uh, be both infuriated by crunch culture and devastated that their hard work, uh, just leaked. Uh, this action doesn't hurt management. It hurts workers. In conclusion, this, where he's quote tweeting this, um, from very cute dog haver, uh, game dev formerly Warcraft Obsidian now starting a work on studio. Um, my only feeling about TILU too, as someone uh, with not a lot of investment in the game and who doesn't care that much about spoilers, I still gotta say, action without organization is counterproductive. If you're mad at your employ- employer, organize. Then FWIW, I also can't find any actual evidence that this was actually a result of a labor issue. So who knows whether that's the motivation? But still.
1: Yeah. So that, yeah, that's the thing is like, there's not any sort of concrete confirmation, um, but I, that's it's just like the prevailing theory.
0: My thing about it is this: I can't, and this is again, we're recording this on Monday, April twenty seventh, three oh six p.m. Pacific time. I can't fathom this actually being a naughty dog person, because again, it's the same thing. Jason's talking about of if, and, and when I say person, I mean a full time developer, not mm-hmm. a play tester, not like a con- contractor, not a part time. Con- I mean, not even a contract. I mean, right? What's happening here is career suicide like if this is intentional which it seems like it is right yeah there's no coming back from this they are going to call, ca- catch you and they are going to there will be some ramification i would imagine legally for this of all the NBA's oh i mean who just yeah up. not to mention like even though this doesn't affect the majority of people there are people who won't play this and there will be things about it not to mention yeah the everything we're talking about of the run-up to this and like think about it, hold on so like think i mean just think about it this way too of like and I know this isn't the right take on it or the right way to associate, it, but think of it this way. Like this leak has pulled the pin now on so many articles and conversations and podcasts and whatever in the, the hype to the last of us part two right there's always those that i don't know if we would have done one but i'm sure there would have been a beyond or whatever yeah exactly like what do you think we had that episode a couple months ago right and i think you get closer to be like another one what do you think has happened like rewind theaters for the actual thing and it's like now to do any of that would also be like well we think we know that this we know the spoilers are out there like blah 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 like it's hurting the actual marketing plan for the game Maybe not sales, but it probably sales, because you're not talking about it as much. All these different things. I can't imagine this is an actual naughty dog person unless this they literally are like, I'm fucking done making games and I'm never gonna do it again because I'll never get hired anywhere again. Even let's say they escape this and it wasn't, um, they don't get found out, which they will be because there's a you know it's digital files or how like how many how easy is it to get the Last of Us two cutscenes out right now and up like. <laughs> There'd be enough scuttlebutt in the studio, in the industry to be like, well, you know, Ted is the guy who did, like, we think did it or whatever. And like, that's a scarlet letter for that person, yada, yada, yada. When I first heard about all this happening, I assumed it was not accidental, but either some play tester. But then I was like, wait, how could a play tester capture their own footage and get those cutscenes? And then it was like, well, is it a translation thing? Is it that they sent the game to country X to get translated into language I, Y? I,
1: I, as far as I saw, there were both like English and like, I think, German translations Okay. That were out there
0: as far as spoilers. So, that, I mean, that very well could be the case. See, and that's the thing is, I again haven't. So, this is a bigger conversation and it's definitely person by person, right? In terms of what do you think of spoilers, right? I am not the kind of person who is like, oh my God, spoilers ruin the game. Now I'm not interested, right? Knowing the few screenshots I've seen, the people who have made super uh, stupid uh, Reddit names and said stuff or you're wrong things, like, knowing that knowing in quotes those facts cuz i won't believe it till i actually play it and see it i guess i've seen pictures or whatever but like that doesn't ruin it for me cuz for me it still is the journey how do we get there what is going on uh, you know what what is what are alien's motivations and i'm sure all that shit's out there and i could see that too but even that said like hearing about ishmael's letters in last of us 1 wouldn't hit the same as reading ishmael's letters in last of yeah. us yeah you know yeah uh, hearing about joel falling in love with ellie as a daughter figure in last of us one doesn't hit the same as seeing it and getting to the draft right like that's those are moments that go and so even though some of the spoilers i've seen and some of the cutscenes i've seen you know are like oh yeah i could have if i was to put together a list of the 10 endings i think the last of Us these, these would be in there so it's like does that matter then that I know where it's going to end? I don't think so because I'm the fucking guy who when Nick saw yesterday the Beatles movie, right? Came in and he was like, "I saw that." I was like, "How was he? He was like, "It was really good." Do you want me to tell you about it?" I'm like, "Yeah." He told me the entire plot synopsis, everything, beat for beat for like 30 minutes. And then months later, it popped up on Amazon. I'm like, "Oh, Jen, let's watch this." Like, that sounds <laughs> that sounds like a great ride. I'd love to see that." So, yeah. It sucks. yeah I, I know I'm I'm not like that. Blessing how do how do you wrestle with spoilers? I mean,
1: I think this is the same thing for me, right? Like I think in terms of the types of spoilers that people tend to spoil is usually going to be stuff like x person died or x person wins or whatever that may yeah, be yeah. and those spoilers to me are so boring yeah. um like the, the if if you told me like to name five people who i think might die in the last part two right like i'm sure i could probably figure like figure out like what i could probably figure out certain plot points of the game of right course. i think there there are a lot of prevailing theories there have been prevailing theories even without the spoilers of like all right, like it what's Joel up to in this game? Okay, what's what's Ellie going to going to how's Ellie going to end up in this game? All right, who's this lady that we don't know the name of that is like uh, <laughs> blanked out, right? Like yeah. there there are so many things that we've theorized about that we've tried to that we've to figure out for fun, and even like seeing that stuff written out like on a sentence on a piece of paper, like that stuff doesn't necessarily do anything for me despite how um like I don't, despite how interesting like that piece of information might be i think it all it all works better in context like any any sort of story or game like this i think being able to experience it within context uh adds a whole another like adds multiple layers to how you actually receive that message or receive that moment and so like you know i when i saw the spoilers i was like upset but like it's it's whatever it's not it's not it's not a thing where i'm like oh this ruins the last us for me like I'm, you know, I'm still going to play the game. I'm going to enjoy. it.
0: I still want to see how. It yeah. I mean, like, I know it was what we talked about in uh, Mitchell's article or uh, question, and then the tweets from Jason, right? And the follow-up uh, quote tweet. Like, the people I I feel for are Naughty Dog. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you want to talk about like your hands being tied behind your back on this one, where it's not like the game's out tomorrow. It is that all this happened, and there's no way for you to fix it. There's nothing you can do. You didn't do anything wrong. This isn't. This isn't that they left a USB with videos on a train. This isn't somebody took a photo on their air on an airplane over their shoulder kind of thing. Like this is just a fuck. This is done. And again, we've been working on this for years and we're so close to the finish line, which we should have passed in February, but it got pushed. And then we are we yeah. should be prepping right now for everyone to play it, right? We should be what
1: I I think a month away, less than a month almost. Yeah, it's gonna right? come out in May 20 something.
0: Right. So I'm doing the backwards math. I would say like, if, let me look at the calendar here. You figure if like we should be
1: like three weeks or so. Yeah. If weeks. you
0: were talking about us as press, right? Like if it's coming out the tw- that week of the 22nd, is that what it was, uh, was? I see what you're doing? Yeah. Like what we would have had it. I would imagine like probably like a week next or week, next Friday, we would have probably gotten review copies. I would think. And so like, or at least people would have, maybe not us, you know, who knows where we're going to be. Uh, But <laughs> things would have come out and done whatever. Like, that you it's just it's fucked there's nothing you can do right and again it's to the point too that it's just like it fucks up their whole way of talking about the game because again they want to not acknowledge this but they're going to have to acknowledge it when they get interviewed and the people are going to want to podcast about the last of us and get people excited for it but they can't podcast speculation anymore even us right now talking about this ensures that ladies and gentlemen listening or watching you can't go to the youtube comments like well yeah definitely get down there and hide the users and ban everybody and ban them on reddit and but it's like it's a fight you don't win. You know what I mean? Like there's no way to keep it all out and it spoils everything and it's everywhere. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. That's really it. it you're right it's Exciting not release, release. dates, though. Yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> hey, we're actually getting <laughs> the games, yeah.
1: Except we're getting Iron Man VR. Day. What the fuck? Come oh, on. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Iron Man VR. So what what do you think is up with that? No, um, we don't we haven't gotten any any information on Iron Man VR. I I
0: I, I think that The leaks this weekend might have forced the decision like we talked about to to announce quicker i think it might be as well that iron man vr is its own thing right i i I can't wait for iron man vr i hope it's great love camouflage i love iron man love marvel games that game will sell such a tiny percent of both i think ghost of tsushima and last of us that is like last of us is release date moving around directly affects ghost you have to worry about where you're putting ghost in that thing i think so many people were too when it was last of us and uh, iron man delayed indefinitely the question was what about ghost like that's got a release date right afterwards what's going on i think that you answer that question first right here and then you with iron man vr give them more time worry about it later i don't think iron man vr iron man vr isn't the sophie's choice of if i can only buy one of these games last of us or ghost what am i going to pick iron man vr is like you have playstation vr right you're clearly dedicated the attack rate's crazy you're going to buy this you like marvel like let's see what happens i think it hurts it in terms of if they and i don't know because i haven't seen it since the uh preview if they intend this to be like a system seller for uh, for vr if this is going to be a bundle then you get into the same things we were just talking about of like Fuck! This game could have done something really awesome. It could have really moved the needle, but it's now right around one hundred and twenty dollars worth of AAA PlayStation exclusives, and it's in the shadow of the coming five hundred dollars. You know, PlayStation Five.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I'm curious to see when this game actually comes out because, like, mm-hmm. the thing for me, the way I've been kind of looking at at it today is that, like. You imagine that yes iron man vr is meant to be a system seller for vr and in that case right you imagine that a big push for this game would be to have it in stores and like your, your best buys and, and game stops being able to demo it um having to be, be able to able to put psvr on your, on your face yeah. and you imagine that that's just an impossible i mean not even imagine it is an impossible thing to do right now right nobody's yeah. gonna put a vr unit on their face in a public place like that's that's dumb um and so and that's so, the thing
0: you come back on that one right of like yeah. you're 100 right and so what do you do with that? You know, PlayStation five has made a yeah. big deal about being backwards compatible. Do you just sit on it? Do you just let it cook until we're in a different place in the pandemic and like put it out in spring of next year, you know, as a bundle, are we overthinking it? You just put it out. Cause it's not, it's not, it's always so hard. And again, we're not the business people. We know the financials. It's always so hard to sit here and, and think about like, are you putting something out to die? Like, how does all this work? You know what I mean? When we start looking at these months, these final months, these final months of, the PlayStation 4 being the golden child for PlayStation before PS5 comes in and really swoops in where do you insert these things where you're giving people a cool constant drip of content but not stretching their wallets too thin because again if you remember this is what we always talked about with PlayStation 3's problem that what was it the year and a half period where they had like an exclusive every month which on paper is awesome oh my god twisted metal oh my god this or uh, starhawk oh my god like yeah this is so fucking cool. But then none of those games performed because guess what? Like, you started fracturing the audience of how many games do I want? Does everybody want to buy? And that's why PlayStation 4, I think, this is me just talking. PlayStation mm-hmm. 4's exclusive lineup has been way more metered in terms of like, here's one, then a long drop, here's one, and then a long, you know what I mean? Like, let yeah. things cook. And like, you know, that's why we've talked about Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, and Death Stranding for like three years or whatever it was <laughs> before we yeah. ever got our hands on one of them. Yeah, I think it
1: sucks, but I think you honestly just put it out because I I yeah. to the demo thing, right? Like that's not a problem that's going to get fixed within the next year, right? Like nope. I think people are going to be very trepidatious to put something on their face over the next two years, yep. Um, as far as like the demoing of it goes, and right. I don't think you want to sit on that game for
0: like over a year. Fuck no, because it looked great. God, I want that game so bad. Uh, but it's also you you raise a good point that uh, with all that that I think then plays back into this, and in, I know uh, kind of funny games cast. Uh, recording this Wednesday, YouTube doc, or no, no Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. It'll be up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Like subscribe share is going to be us going back to our predictions at the beginning of the year. Right. And you know, speaking of predictions, it's gotten me thinking of right. When we were talking about predictions for the next, t- next generation, uh, another games cast we did where I was like, I hope I'm not right. And I don't think it is, but I just don't think there'll be a P- PlayStation VR 2 Like, I think that there's all intents. I think there's the desire to make it happen. I just, for some reason could see that being something that falls out. I feel like since then, there's been so many reverberations, like what we're talking about right now, where if they just send Iron Man VR out of like, listen, we just got to get it out. We have a deal with Marvel. We have to, we have a deal with camouflage. We have to just release this by whatever date, just get it out before PlayStation 5 ramps up. That will hurt its sales. That will hurt its legs. That will hurt moving the PlayStation VR. And if they don't hit whatever internal goal they have for PlayStation VR by the end of the finance, you know, it's like this whole domino effect of seeing it all tumble out of like at what point do they look at playstation vr2 and go like well no it's just not worth it and it, you yeah. look back and it's you know just unfortunate timing on so many different things it's unfortunate greg i love this show we just fucking ramble and talk about things bless yeah, it's great man it's awesome we've been, want been over an hour but like you know what now you want a bourbon i said
1: Oh man, yeah, let's I mean let's fucking do it. If we're in the office, I'd get one. I don't feel like going into the other in, into the kitchen and oh, pouring myself something.
0: You know, right. it's a long walk. I not know if you had some over there with your butterfingers I mean
1: I, I oh in the butterfinger bag, <laughs> I just have yeah, yeah. bourbon in it. Honestly, <laughs> that's not a bad idea to just keep bourbon in the bedroom. I you know? know I thought you um, would. By the way, I, I meant to say this earlier, but I forgot. Your hair looks great today. Thank I'm you very much.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. The awesome. Gen haircut's still hanging in there.
1: Nice. I really want to get a haircut so badly, but I I my only option is to buy clippers and to do it myself. Which sure. I can do. I can just like watch YouTube videos. I just don't trust myself to do it. Sure. Um, because you only get one shot, like Eminem said in that one song. Um, I had said a long time up, ago that if the,
0: if the uh, uh, shelter in place got extended again, which I knew it would, I was thinking about doing something stupid with my facial hair. I don't know if yeah. I should. Because I look great. Because it just doesn't make sense because I'm still on camera every day.
1: Yeah, you so, are. You
0: know, you know, you know, get a cool mustache going. Something I mean, like you could just <laughs> shave the beard, just go with
1: the mustache, see how that works. Look like Mario. <laughs> story number three uh what big changes do we want to see in playstation's big franchises uh i'm asking this question uh coming off of this report from last week about horizon zero dawn getting a trilogy uh including a bigger world and co-op play i'm gonna read this story from andy robinson from video games chronicle and then we can circle back to that original question uh andy robinson writes Multiple sources have told VGC that Sony Interactive Entertainment has greenlit ambitious plans for the post-apocalyptic open-world franchise, which debuted in 2017 with the $10 selling Horizon Zero Dawn. Amsterdam-based Guerrilla had always desired to deliver a series of Horizon games, and a multi-part script was written, but the plan was only officially agreed after the, the original game's strong debut on PS4. The next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, started development soon after the first game's successful release, sources said. Initially, the game was planned for PS4. However, it's thought that development has now entirely shifted focus to Sony's next-generation console. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is said to be, to be uh, gigantic in scope with a larger game world and more freedom to explore it than in its predecessor. People with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of a co-op feature, although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode. At one point, Gorilla was planning to release a standalone co-op game preview with progress carrying over to the latter uh, to the later full version of Zero Dawn 2, one person involved told VGC. However, it's not clear if these plans are still in place. Co-op is a feature Guerrilla has long intended to introduce to the series, and it's understood PlayStation uh, was equally keen to see online functionality implemented in the sequel. A co-op feature was initially planned for the first game, but was ultimately scrapped so the development team could focus on other areas of the title. Horizon Zero Dawn concept art that leaked in 2014, verified by VGC, even shows initial plans to have multiple players battle the game's huge mechanical beasts. Um, And so for Greg, for Horizon Zero Dawn 2, right? We got. We can expect co op. We can expect a, a bigger, more explorable. Or open you world. might be
0: able to. Yeah. yeah we might yeah, be able yeah. to.
1: Um. According to the sources that VGC has here. I won't um, believe it till the endings leaked. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. T- until a disgruntled employee may or may not uh, put it out there. Uh, coming. Coming off of this information, I want to know from you, Greg. Yeah. What big changes do you wanna, do you want to see in the in um, PlayStation's big franchises?
0: The thing about it, and I'm, I'm, it, it, franchise is an interesting way to put it. And I like, I like mm-hmm. it when you ask these questions in the X's and O's blasting. Mean, this is why you earn your keep around here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Cause we talked about this on Games Daily, the Horizon Zero Dawn 2 stuff. And it's like, okay, cool. I find myself of just like clear the, you're like you're clear my mind and you put these questions in there. And my immediate reaction to this one is, please don't do this. Where it's like, I don't want this in Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I I just want more Aloy and more of a story and more of the open world RPG, right? However, I then go back to my feelings on it. like, well, if Gorilla feels this is what's best and Gorilla has a plan for this, then clearly it'll be great because Gorilla's great. And so... It's not that, it's what we talked about. Like, this could be a monster hunter. This could be whatever, you know. You know, uh, Janina, Janina, our friend uh, friend of the show, Janina Gavankar, like, you know, was in the DLC and then accidentally confirmed there was a second one uh, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever it was now during Star Wars Celebration. And so maybe, you know, what if it was her and Ashley? What if that was the co-op? And what if, you know, you're splitting it that way? That could be cool. Like, there's a million different things, but like for Horizon Zero Dawn 2, I want a direct sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn and I don't want them to muddy that up. So then when you expand the question of like, what do you want to see in PlayStation's biggest franchises? That's when it gets interesting. Like I want another fucking infamous. I do not think it needs to be Cole. I do not think it needs to be Delson. I honestly think it, they need to reboot it because they got crazy with their story of the conduits yeah. and their alternate endings and where they are. Like, I'd love to see them do infamous again and just give us from the ground up a superhero story. And I know that if you're not Greg Miller, you might think superheroes are played out or whatever. Like, what was awesome about infamous was the idea that it was a comic book that had, it was an original comic book. It could do anything it wanted to it. And I think it kind of became a slave to its own continuity. And that didn't make it worse, but you know, infamous second son is a not super uplifting game. Like, right. Conduits are already bad news bears. And this kind of sucks. And we're living with the ramifications of coal already existing. Like, I'd love to see something like that be started again, where a new set of powers commit to one power. Like I'm always the guy who, wants it more more simple like i liked how infamous one was just electricity powers infamous Two, mm-hmm. adding in the extra powers like meh. and then infamous second son having a whole bunch to switch between i didn't dig like i'd rather us pick one power for an, an infamous reboot and go with it that's what i i, I want to see things get back to basics you know what i mean i i you know seeing big franchises and big changes right like would you still want on, infamous to be uh, open world oh yeah I think that's core to it. Open world superhero yeah. game. I think if it needs to be open world, I think it needs to be a reset of the universe, new character. And I think more than anything, uh, and I, 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 it's hard to say because I haven't played or Ghost of Tsushima outside of seeing the two demos. So I don't want to like put down everything. I think it needs to up its game design to a more 2020 take where Infamous Second Son felt like Infamous 2, felt like Infamous 1. And I mean that in the way of like, there's just like a giant icon you run to or float to. And it kind of like, Mm. didn't break the experience but it didn't feel immersive that i was a superhero in this world it felt like i was playing a game broken up into different missions a la like a gta like old school gta if that makes mm. sense does that make sense yeah that makes sense okay
1: thank you definitely makes sense Makes sense.
0: and then from there it's like you know what do we, what changes do we want to see in playstation big franchises like days gone you know one one that comes up and that just celebrated it's one year anniversary put up all sorts of stats of like how many uh, the crazy amount of hours people have played on it i don't know if you got that in any year <laughs> Rundowns here. i can open up bend real quick because they put out a cool infographic always a big fan of an infographic you know yeah i love infographics yeah you know it's been 365 days 365 days gone thanks for playing 200 million hours were spent clearing 45 million hordes 32 million infestations 30 million ambush camps 30 Nero checkpoints like again for for days gone not connecting with me, it was because of little things. And I think if they went in there and refined the combat and refined how you take down, uh, groups, right. If they redid the currency system. So w- I'm not trying to choose between camps, but I can't unlock all the camps to go do the thing to go. You know, like and I, This is me pulling now from my memory banks of my days gone review, which I did redownload. I do want to give it another shot now that so much stuff's been added to it or whatever. Like there's something to Days Gone that I think, and as talented as Sony Bend is, that I'd love to see them get another crack at. And I think again, with the amount of, with the amount of people that talk about Days Gone and talk about it as an underrated gem and all that stuff, I definitely think they're getting. I hope they're definitely getting another shot at it and get in there and do something. What about you, Bus? When you think of PlayStation franchises, you want to see changes with? What do you think?
1: I mean, when I think of, because the question here like says big franchises, right? And I know that's like a question I made up, and so I don't necessarily have to like stick to that right but uh, my mind immediately started going through uh, the the catalog that PlayStation, ha- playstation has as far as uh franchises that they own and yeah. for some reason ratchet and clank comes to mind like yeah. i would love to see them revisit R- and clank and really like i know they did the the reboot or the the remake or the the, <laughs> the movie the, movie. the, the game remake. based off of the movie based yeah. off of the first game so it's basically yeah. a remake of the first game even though it's just the mo- it's just the game based off of the movie i know they did that in 2016 I think i would actually like to see some some sort of reboot whether it is coming off of ration clank 2016 and it's just maybe like a sequel to that um but yeah. creating its own kind of universe or if it is like another like hey let's reboot from the beginning we're not going to recreate the first game because you already just did that let's just you know start Ratchet and Clank again they already know each other there's a fresh new universe um and it is what kind of what you enjoy from the the classic ration clank games right like linear like level exploration but you're jumping from level to level uh going through a story like you know i would i'd love to see them revisit that um astrobot i want i want i and i honestly this kind of depends on what the future of of psvr is because i think astrobot works so well as a mascot for psvr and as like an icon for psvr you know we look at psvr and like AstroBot is a good representative, not only because yeah. the game's quality, but because AstroBot has personality, has a voice, has all these things. Maybe not a voice, but ha- can, is able to like, represent ee, that ee, brand
0: well. They got that fucking annoying ass voice.
1: Yeah, they do got that. If if PSVR is possibly on its way out uh, in a few years, I I would love to see that uh, that franchise continue. Right, I would love to. Oh see sure, it, just do a platformer, just do a normal yeah, platformer. just do like a normal AstroBot platformer on PS4 or PS5. I guess at this point. Like, I think that could take, and I know Knack always comes up on the show, but I think that could take the place of Knack and Fucking work super Knack. well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Knack, man. Knack is back. I, I, I think what Nack kind of set out to do, it, it, as far as being this family-friendly platforming franchise, I mean, it, it did that, but at the same time, it wasn't necessarily like a breakout success in any sort of way. Yeah. I think AstroBot could do those same things and actually be successful. I don't know about breakout success because that's really hard to do with this type of game. But I think AstroBot can come out and be beloved, if if anything, by the PlayStation fan base. If not, by a, a larger uh, group of people. And so I'd like to see that, see it come out and do that, and maybe be like, whether it is like AstroBot Rescue Mission and it is like these linear levels that you're making your way through, almost like a Crash Bandicoot sort of thing, or if it is like explorable open environments akin to say a banjo kazooie right yeah. like I, I i'd love to see that i'd love to see what a bigger more fleshed out astrobot game looks like um as far as far as the big franchises i'm kind of with you as like as far as like you look at horizon and you're like i just want more horizon Yeah. um i think of god of war and i'm like oh i just don't i don't i want more god of war i don't want them to really mess around with god of war because i think they nailed god of war i look at spider-man i'm like i don't you guys nailed Spider-Man, like I don't I don't necessarily need anything drastically different. And then exactly. I look at like like Uncharted and Last of Us and I'm like, I guess Uncharted, I would want I I I I personally want more Lost Legacy like games. Yeah. where they are these spin-off stories. Like it'd be like a Soli uh origin tale where I'm just well, playing a Soli or
0: something like that. If I can jump in here for big changes from PlayStation franchise or big franchise to PlayStation franchise, I think mm-hmm. you're hitting an interesting one that's that splits off, and I think both sides are interesting universes where number one and i'm talking about uncharted number one there's that rumor right that sony san diego is working on an uncharted game that uh naughty dogs like overseeing or whatever helping i forget mm-hmm. the other the rumor that that it, uh, there was that rumor like w- way long ago and then more recently in the timeline there was the rumor that that it popped up on a linkedin profile or some shit like that i forget i'm i'm mixing and matching but you know what i mean yeah i'd I'm fascinated to see what that is. And I would hope in the same vein as I was just talking about with infamous, that would be, I, I at that point, I wouldn't want a Sully or, a, you know, um, Sam or a Chloe or anybody. I would say, mm. give me a new character. That's a young adventurer or whatever the hell that's in over his or her head. And then have them run into Nadine or whatever. And like, that becomes a part of the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. interlace in that, but don't make it so directly connected that it's like, just to, i think if you're going to have somebody else do uncharted which obviously playstation is going to want to at some point because they have money in there or have idea to come back to it years from now i think you do that and you need to let them have like free reign of it where uncharted you understand an uncharted game means that it is high action pulp adventure right that's all it needs to be so like, let's not try to shoehorn you in there and like giving it to another studio that you know has proven chops and knows what they're doing for it i think it would make sense to see what they come up with then the same vein of that split and what i want to see with big franchises not the same i think it'd be interesting to see what, i think it's gonna be fascinating to see what naughty dog does next because after last of Us was- part two even if one that, that comes out right if they're done in that world or not done in that world you figure there'll be a game after it and i don't think it'll be an uncharted so like what are they interested in doing you know what i mean like what coming off of these things that have defined the studio for so many years now what does that next project look like is in you assume it's story based but are i think if you're doing something from the ground up and brand new that's when you can get more weird with it and like we're talking about co-op right what would a naughty dog co-op story look like where we're both playing stuff and doing stuff right taking the learnings of uncharted last of us single player merging it with the learnings of last of us multiplayer uncharted multiplayer right and giving you the same naughty dog sense of blockbuster scope and story and is that doable because immediately i'm like well that would you know not be because it's so hard to make me and blessing are playing the same game but looking at different things so how do you make a set piece How do you yeah at a
1: thing? certain point like does it become a way out and like do people is that what people want from me? like if i yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine being in a sony press conference and like on the screen comes like not you see the naughty dog logo and you see like a character being controlled and they're going through the motions and then you turn and then you see another character but like it's the character is highlighted in some way or like the yeah. username of a player is on top of it I don't, i'd be curious to see what that reaction is it, would be like because i don't know if it would be if it would be a good reaction from people <laughs>
0: But it's a, I hear you and I agree with you, but at some point you have to say fuck that, right? Because you don't want to have this studio that you burn out and they don't get to get creative ever. You Mm -hmm. don't want it, I'm sure, on some, now granted, it's, you know, there's the, a long time ago I learned an old adage from an IGN editor that, you know, uh, Coke doesn't talk shit on Pepsi, right? Like when you're at the top of the pyramid, everybody wants to turn you, tear you down, right? Pepsi talks shit about Coke the other way around, right? Yeah. Um, Where I'm going with this is that, of course, Naviog is, beloved the best in the industry all this stuff so so many people want to shit on them about whatever they can right so i'm sure th- even though naughty dog's naughty dog the comments you'll see from people of like man but the gunplay plan uncharted shit oh my god i hate the gameplay of the last of us you know all that stuff yeah. i imagine there is a team the gameplay team at naughty dog at some point in some level no matter how fucking trivial it is has a chip on their shoulder of like i don't think we can do gameplay i'll i show them gameplay but you know i mean somebody <laughs> yeah. in naughty dog is pitching a game that's like this is fun let's fucking go let's make this game let's do this well i mean they, they driving whatever the fuck it
1: is they do have that uh, and i'm actually i'm with you there i want to put a pin in that because i want to come back to that but I, I they're they are working on the seemingly uh multiplayer version or the successor to what was last was factions right because when they when they did sure. the whole blowout I, they have to
0: be because I they want to. So they say that, yeah. They, they, I'm like, I'll believe that when I see it. I'll it, believe that. If it doesn't come out,
1: I'm gonna be it. so upset because I love Last of Us factions so much. Well, now you got um, predators to so play that. Yeah, but like same thing. That's not the same, same thing because they nailed it with the Last of Us factions. It was so much better than it should have been. It was so fucking good. But you know, they ha- they have that, which I think kind of fall falls into that. May fall into that. We'll see where, where that goes. But to what you're saying, I'm actually with you. Even though I think. I don't see them doing co-op. I more so see them making a game that is more like systemic in a way, like less less about like the narrative experience and more yeah. about the act of playing the game, whether it is like we're gonna make a game like Hitman that has like open environments and the and you get to choose how you play. Or like it's it's hard to th- it's hard to think what where Naughty Dog would go gameplay wise because their games are like they have a specific formula and a specific style and that style works so well for them and it kind of hinges on them being linear in some sort of yeah. way. But I, I imagine that like yeah in their creative brains they kind of they would want to break out of that at a certain point and like is the answer to that less so like adding co-op and is it more so like yeah let's just open things up let's let, let's maybe do make this make our game non-linear in some sort of way whether it is like a, a hitman thing where you get to like go on open levels or an, act, an actual open world game um, or what it, whatever it may be I'd be curious to see that for Naughty Dog because that with with their talent and their skill for writing but then also like with like them being in a in i don't not say in a box cuz like if if they're in a box they're in a wonderful box um but with with them being naughty dog for so long right and doing what they what what they have been doing you know i would love to see what happens when they're like all right fuck it this next game we're
0: doing is going to be dynamically crazy in yeah. terms of what it is and how you're playing it is going to be different and that's the thing that gets difficult with it where on the one hand, I'm like, they're creative people. They probably want to blow it all up. I'm sure there's so many people that came to Naughty Dog to make Naughty Dog games. And so... For sure. It's also us talking about it right now, about Last of Us and Uncharted, where when Last of Us did come out, it was very different than Uncharted, right? Like, it was... Uh, I mean, granted, still a story thing, still in there, you know, but there's crafting in it. And the setting was entirely different. It was way darker and grounded. And like, you know what I mean? There was a... Uh, yeah, more puzzly kind of stuff. I get. well, not that doesn't make any sense actually, no. But like figuring out how to get through an environment more than what Nate did with like a fucking sundial. I I think that their next IP obviously won't be a complete departure from. Hey, we're we don't make narrative games anymore. Here's a racing simulator, but I think it'll be more dynamic in gameplay. You know, we saw them with uh, Uncharted Four, and then obviously uh, Lost Legacy t- toy around with bigger open environments. Uh, so far, from what I've played of Last of Us Part Two, bigger open environments, and they have that crafting and stuff in there. Like, how you know, do they would they ever want to make a action RPG? Would they ever want to tell a story like that? Would they ever, you know, want to really get down into a I don't even know fantasy setting or something like that?
1: Yeah. I'd be curious they, they just make a sure. jrpg i
0: mean yeah, i'll tell you what a naughty log jrpg JRPGs? <laughs> <laughs> um greg that's it for x's and l's well then blessing before we move on let me tell you about our sponsor this episode of PSI love you xoxo is brought to you by me undies if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen i'm greg miller and i wear underwear and when i first put on me undies i said i will not wear any other underwear and i threw away the rest of my underwear and then i ordered more me- well actually i probably ordered the me undies and then they came and then i threw away the money uh, but anyways what i'm saying is i only wear me undies because they're so dang soft and now they've got a me undies club you can sign up get underwear delivered to your door uh over and over again you don't have to think about it those keep sending you new crazy prints and all sorts of crazy things they're super soft they get delivered to your door because nobody can go outside anymore and again don't you just want to look good? You get mashing pairs, wear them with your standing together. your roommate, your dog. Yes, they have things for dogs. It's not an underwear for dogs; it's a different thing. But they got onesies, they got they got shirts. Tim wears them all the time. They got pajama pants. undies are fantastic. They're comfortable. I love them. I only wear them. They're very cool. They have different uh, patterns on them. And then they got uh, what do we got here? The micromodal fabric. You know what the heck is that? It's a magical, sustainable, sustainable, softest. Like what I'm saying is they're super soft. They're the softest underwear I've ever had. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Everybody knows this. I wear them all the time. Now you got the undie membership. You should get in that. But they have a whole bunch of other different stuff. Because again, size is extra small to 4XL, super soft, delivered to your door. You don't have to talk to anybody. You have cool underwear patterns. That means if your pants ever fall down, you have a conversation piece. A lot of people would say that's going to be a bad memory. I say your pants fall down. You're wearing me undies. Guess what? You're the hit of the party, even though you can't go to parties anymore. But you can, ladies and gentlemen. Go to MeUndies.com slash P-S-L-Y. Uh, that will give you something special. Any first-time purchasers will get 15% off in free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guaranteed uh, promise to you. <laughs> to get your 15% off your first order in free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. That's MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. And now, blessing that's our lovely sponsor congratulations and then that's great it's time for what you've been playing slash 104 PSN games ranked if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen each and every week bless and I read through the PlayStation blogs the drop that's the upcoming games for the week we pick a game at random not at random but I mean we read through them and then we decide which one we want to play and then we come back here we report back on what we played we rank them in one ridiculous list you can keep up at kind 104 list the rules are simple we can't pick the same game we can't pick something that's AAA, and it shouldn't be something we were going to play anyway uh current rankings for the top 10 because we now have 30 games again I can I can Urge you, kind of funny.com slash one zero four list. Number one is undernight in birth exe late control. <laughs> Number two is yeah. round guard. <laughs> Number three is Darwin Project. Number four is Hidden Through Time. Number five is Camiko. Number six is Foxyland 2. Number seven is Snake Bus. Number eight is Mosaic. Number nine is Biped. Number ten is Zombie Army for Dead War. Last week, Blessing. Played Moto GP20. I played Deliver Us the Moon. Blessing. Why don't you start us? I made the wrong decision, Greg.
1: Oh, I don't no! know. I don't. I don't know what came over me. I don't know why I picked MotoGP 20. This is exactly the same situation as like Graveyard Keeper. Where oh no. I, start, I started playing it, and I was like, "All right, I don't think this game is bad. I just don't. I don't have it in me. Like I, I." my brain doesn't function this way so moto gp moto gp if you're unfamiliar because i was pretty much unfamiliar i knew it was racing i knew it was motorcycles but i didn't know exactly what MotoGP gp was it's basically like a, a sim a sim racing game that is modeled after like the real yeah like moto gp right it's, it's official motorcycle racing like nascar but motorcycles and so it's that it's a sim it is very double a and so like it is like you know, once I started playing the game, it was one of those things where I was like, "Man, these character models look like shit." And all, and all, and also, <laughs> like, uh, immediately, like in the menu, there, the music that was playing in the menu started doing like the skipping thing that 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 uh, if you had like a CD player back in the day, which yeah, super yeah. to say. Um, but like, if your if your CD was scratched, you know how your CD would skip in the audio. Yeah. But like, the, the menu music started doing that when I was playing. I was like, "Oh, all right, cool. I haven't heard that sound in, in a while." Um, <laughs> <laughs> very like very much in the in the double a sphere um okay. but yeah you are you are racing motorcycles and that's what this game is you are um there's a lot of menus greg you you can you can customize different parts of your car you gotta like make sure that the air in both your tires motorcycle. Is, is the right way the, yeah motorcycle sorry not car um
0: you gotta Thank make you sure that the,
1: the, the, the tires in your motorcycle are, are pumped the right way uh you are <laughs> you're doing the most boring long ass races it's playing it i was like all right this game seems competent but i don't comprehend anything that's going on here in a way that like if i had if i had to like even critique this game in any sort of way the thing i will say is that they don't really do any sort of job assuring you in as a new player like i felt oh, very lost no. the whole time i don't even think there's a tutorial like they like playing the game i was like hmm, all right like my experience was going to the career mode, which is like the main mode. There's like a career mode and then you can do like a free race thing. But then or not, a, not even a free race. You can do like a weekend thing that like simulates a whole weekend of races for you. Yeah. But career mode is like the, the, the main mode. Uh, when you go in there, right, you like do like practice races and like, like, I don't even know what to call them. Basically, you're doing practice races to, uh, to, to um, get ready for the final race. Or whatever, right you sure. get to that final race, you uh, boot it up there's a whole preamble that goes on because it's, it's a sports game and it's a simulation sports game and so there's like the whole like getting ready you see camera pans of like all the people um like all all the 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 drivers, the motorcyclists I guess um like getting ready, drinking water <laughs> doing all that stuff um and then you get the menus to like manage your motorcycle you press play and it's just like a, it's just a race it's just a boring a boring race. I don't, I don't know why no. people's getting Greg. I did not have a good time with it. I don't want to shit on the game because the sure. game itself seems like if that if that's your bag, if that's your jam, then it, it you're gonna I think you're gonna have a fine time with it. As okay. somebody who is coming into MotoGP as a newbie and knows absolutely nothing about MotoGP, oh Greg, I didn't have a good time with it at all. Oh no, I thought it was gonna be yeah. too simmy for you. I tried to warn you. Yeah, I mean my my. Mo, my um, way of thinking last week was, all right, I'm coming off of Blind Men, which is yeah a, a visual novel. A visual novel. I just spent in, a couple hours just reading on my PlayStation. I want to get in some action. I want to control a thing. I want to like you know play a game. And so I don't know why I saw motorcycles and thought that was the way to go. It was. It wasn't. It was I not.
0: Do. that's a heartbreaker. What about I you? How was worried. um?
1: Oh, I guess I'm I'm ranking. Oh. Um... <sighs> Honestly, I'm gonna put it below Graveyard Keeper, above okay. Eclipse Edge of Light. If that sounds okay. like, does that sound fine with you putting it above Eclipse Edge of Light?
0: Yeah, I, I think that Graveyard Keeper in this, like you say, are in the same vein, right? Of just the game is not for you, so like, yeah, I mean, there's an audience that's for it, and like, right, like as we start getting out of that, that's when you get, into, I, that's like the cutoff to where you start getting into games that are like flawed in some major not major way right but a way yeah like, like Flight was just like kind of boring and empty right
1: yeah and like i look Complex, at my ne- the next good, game but- under eclipse is space channel 5 which i did and space channel 5 i'll just say is like a very flawed game and i don't think moto gp is, is flawed in the same way that i don't necessarily think graveyard keeper is, is flawed either like there are some things i saw where i was like okay they could have done this better like graveyard keeper had some like hitches in some areas and moto gp could use a tutorial and like you know some some polishing up in some some places but at the same time like it's
0: hard for me to really disparage the game when i it's just not my jam sure but that's why these are you know bite-sized reviews for 104 psn games rank uh mine was deliver us the moon this is one that you've seen around right it's the first person you're getting spiraled out into space you're up there um uh it's an interesting one it's one i as i as you know, I've played a lot of these first person walking simulators uh in space. I'm trying to explore this on what's going on up here kind of thing on one o four ranked and just in general like with gone home and stuff like that uh this is a good one uh it's got problems uh but in it in, it's one of those games that I think and not to be insulting, but kind of screams indie where it's like the beginning of it starts in third person and you're this astronaut running around basically the idea here is that we we ran out of resources on earth, right we figured out a way to beam resources from the moon. Then one day out of the blue, it went dark and we didn't have that anymore. So we kind of like retreated in and people have given up on space travel, but you're part of this like renegade group. That's like, no, no, we believe in it. We're going to get up there and figure out what's going on and get the power back. So the beginning of the game is kind of like a prologue to your mission of you running around this ancient uh, launch site, setting everything up, setting the switches running, getting into your ship and then getting blasted off. And once you get blasted off. And once you're into the actual space station, you're going to right up around the moon or whatever, you're put into your, uh, your heads, your suit, or well, I guess you're already interested, your but you're put into first person and mm-hmm. it's got a fucking awesome, like title graphic of like the way that all that whole prologue happens and then getting launched to space and then having deliver us the moon. Uh, and then, sorry, you got a question. Oh no, I thought that was uh, like a, plan. Oh yeah, exactly. You got it. You got it. You know, you know, it. You know it. yeah. And then you're on there and it becomes a, yeah. Uh, puzzle narrative what you know what happened up here because you're on this space station trying to piece it together and so you're going room to room figuring out how to get into things how to get out you know how to like okay i need to put the power on here but i only have so many of these uh power converters to put in there then you know you advance onto the next part of the space station put all that together it's as you're going you're getting audio logs so you're listening to them as things start going wrong uh then like this is I, i it's i'll get to it in a second i haven't played as much as i want to of it but I just got two spoilers uh, where I get, I got back, I turned on the thing and then boom out of the boot, like the fucking side of the thing blew off. I got sucked out into space. I was tumbling away like in this very cinematic moment. And then I had to like stop myself. He stops himself. Then I had to start going back and like picking up oxygen tanks because you're, you know, you have depleting oxygen in certain areas if there's no life support or if you're sucked out into the vacuum of space uh, to then get back to it. Right. So it's only getting better. The more I play, um the problems with it is that it has a few annoyances that I don't dig so like uh like I talked about it being like unabashedly indie in the front like when you're in third person like you have this weird bounce to it and this is just the opening but as a first impression not knowing what I'm getting into as we do with these games it was very much like what's going on why is he why does he look like this and then i was like oh this is actually a first person game this is just like a prologue thing into first person fine but then as you know you go and this maybe this is a playstation 4 version as you go to new sections of the ship right you get a big old fucking frame hold while it does like the saving like clearly loading up the next section then it's like all right cool i'm into it and then right now what's impeding my progress is the annoying the it's annoying and overly punishing based on checkpoints if you fail so there was one that was like this puzzle where I unlocked, I just unlocked the ability to uh like cut through things with a laser, which is cool. And I liked it. Like it's more dynamic than the other uh space exploration slash first person walk arounds I've been doing, where it's like, oh, okay. what the fuck am I supposed to do here? This is very much like it feels like you're in space, you are in zero G, you're floating through the thing, you, you eventually you have a flashlight, you have a laser, you're cutting things off the wall, moving past them, going through. And so then there was this puzzle of like, uh, okay, I had to cut these, you know, wires to get in there to get the power thing to put it in the next thing. And you got one over and it was okay, cool. These are all electrified. So you need to come up at a certain angle, come in another and come down to get it. And I, the first time I did it, like I thought I did it fine. But and I, it's that thing of like, wait, is the game tracking my feet? Like if my feet touch something? Or is it just my camera? Am I just a camera here? I didn't think I hit it, but it said I hit it. So I got zapped and then I got zapped. I got knocked back and zapped into the bigger zapper and I died like a bug zapper. And oh, so then wow. it reloaded the Jesus. checkpoint and I had to do the same, like open the thing, get the thing, put the thing in, open the next thing, cut the wires, get the thing, put the thing in, open the next. And it's not going as fast as I'm talking. I'm in zero G it's very slow. It's it's. No. And so it was like, get back to the electrical puzzle. And I'm like, fuck and went in zapped myself to death again i'm like motherfucker and had to reload the same thing and it's like oh like i'm that sucks i don't want to do you know what i mean And i got on the third time whatever but then the part uh, where you get blown out into space and you come back in which again is early in this game i've just been having to break it up due to commitments like i am doing it and it's a longer thing as i'm like daisy chaining these oxygen tanks and it's you know going through these holes and stuff but like the first time through i was doing really well i thought and i passed one i was like oh fuck that was something i was supposed to cut and there was no oxygen tanks. I was like, fuck, sure enough, reload all the way to the beginning of it. All right, get them that time. Go further. Uh, I, They're doing things like this effect on the screen, like you're because you're out in space or whatever. So I'm like, Wait, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Go that way, not the right way, die, go all the way to the back. All right, come back in. And it's like, oh my God. And it's like, how I, long
1: was all this going on?
0: Like, I mean, it's one of those where it's not an outrageous amount of time. I would say, what? It's maybe I'm ballparking here, but like, i have a countdown on my thing so it's probably i mean i'm refilling the oxygen though we're talking maybe a minute and then it's getting more the further you get right and then it's okay. but when you die it's not instantaneous reload it loads it back up so it's just like mm. i'm interested in the story the voice acting is great the story is interesting like this audio logs i'm finding i was actually like oh fuck i'm i'm into this in the same way with like tacoma where i was like what is going on on this ship uh, okay. uh so it's it's this weird thing but then it's like i hit these speed bumps where it's just like fuck. So I like, you know, I was playing it today before we came uh, to do uh, uh, well we have cool friends. And then this show, Uh, and it was that thing of like, I did it like, you know, four times and I'm still not, I'm still just fucking stuck in space right now trying to (laughs) figure out where to go into the ship when I get back. And it's funny because it's the kind of game that the first, one of the first puzzles you hit, or I guess the first puzzle you hit hit on the station is, you know, how to keep this door open to get the power core out to get it the next thing. And, I did one run of it and died and then I got close to dying on the second one and I figured it out and so then you know I thought it saved and it didn't so I turned it back on today and had to redo it and then when you know what you're doing it takes two seconds but it's that thing of like that learning process and then the punishment of the checkpoint and the punishment of the load it's mm. like well this isn't instantaneous so I don't want to fucking fail this much and I'm not enjoying failing but I'm enjoying the story so gotcha r- roundabout again like we, we these games aren't meant to be comprehensive reviews and we've beaten them in platinum all the time like i want to play more of this i actually want to know what's going to happen i will go back to this one which is something i don't say for a lot of the games we play here so i think it succeeds i just think there's caveats to it of how it succeeds and why it succeeds and so i want to give it more and maybe even report back next week more uh in terms of you know when we sit here and talk about you know how they rank and what's what we've been playing but Mm -hmm. it's an interesting one i like it it's got it's got polish to it it's got personality to it um it's got an interesting story going on, which is obviously what I'm looking for in that type of game. And I, if, from what I've seen online, I think it's like only like four or five hours long, so it's not like incredible. Right. Uh, so for ranking it, Big Daddy bless. I would say I put it at number eight. So I would say underneath Snakey Bus, above Mosaic.
1: Above Mosaic.
0: Yeah, Mosaic I could have put down and left and never come back to. This one I want right. to come back
1: to. That
0: makes sense. All right,
1: I'll, I'll allow it.
0: All right, so then now your top ten is un- largely unchanged, but number seven, Snakey Bus; number eight, Deliver Us the Moon; number nine, Mosaic; number ten, Biped; uh, Zombie Army Four; Dead War drops off the list.
1: Wow, it, huh. had, it put up a great fight. It did. It hung out that's for a, a long Army time. That's
0: all you can really ask for, you know. That
1: was a fun game when we played it for that afternoon.
0: Well, I mean, wasn't it? it, it? I mean, I, I, I can when I compare it to the fun we're having in Predator, no, no, well, no, <laughs> like, that's my thing. It's like, it, like I enjoyed hanging out with you, but it was like. All right. I mean, remember, the highest compliment we can pay play zombie army for is that when we we're playing is like, man, we should play World War Z. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, I jump off this thing. Les are you ready to pick next week's games? I am. Too bad. It's my turn to pick first. <laughs> oh no. Uh do you wanna I was thinking about this the other day. These mm-hmm. you know, I just read and read and read. Do you want to switch off reading? Uh we can. I'm yeah, gonna start then, it. all right. I'm gonna start with active neurons. Like, cause usually course,
1: in my mind I'm like, if it's a, if it's a longer one, oh, it is a longer one today. Yeah, let's switch off. Because I don't mind you doing it for like if it's like an average. Like- yeah, but it's,
0: if it's long, it's going to be too long, right? Yeah. Uh, Justin over at the PlayStation blog put this up. Active Neurons is out on PlayStation Four and Vita. It lives. Uh, Active Neurons is a game that trains the player in trains the player in spatial logical thinking by controlling the power of thought. You must charge the neurons. The more neurons are charged, the healthier the brain becomes. The healthier the brain becomes, the more of a fully fledged life the person will <laughs> live. Jesus
1: arcade spirits is out on ps4 digital and retail what if the 1983 video game marketing crash never happened set in 20xx arcade spirits is a visual novel romantic comedy with a different history where arcades still reigns supreme as the ultimate place to play after a period of turbulent employment your character starts an exciting new job at the funplex a popular local arcade with a team of staff that are as eccentric as the customers
0: book of demons comes to playstation 4 this week book of demons is a hack and slash deck building hybrid in which you decide the length oh. of quests wield magic oh. cards and slay the armies of darkness in the old cathedral dungeons save the terror-stricken paperverse from the clutches of the arch demon daymare
1: 1998 is on a ps4 digital daymare 1998 is a third person survival horror game that recreates the mood of iconic titles from the 90s with a fresh storyline an incident that turns a small town into a deadly zone three characters to three characters to play with uh or three characters to play with and little time to find the truth before its mutated citizens abruptly end your mission
0: dun dun ding um up next is down the rabbit hole sorry i was trying to find a video for the damer down the rabbit hole this is a playstation vr title it lives down the rabbit hole is a vr adventure set in wonderland prior to alice's arrival You will guide a girl who is looking for her lost pet by solving puzzles, uncovering secrets, and making choices about the story along the way. Hmm. Dread Nautical for PS4. (laughs) Uh, Your cruise was so relaxing relaxing
1: until the monsters from another dimension showed up to kill everyone. Fight them off, manage your resources effectively, and convince scattered survivors to join your efforts. A captivatingly eerie
0: tactical turn-based RPG. Gun Crazy is coming to PlayStation 4. Gun Crazy is a fast-paced and hectic arcade-style action shoot 'em up in this homage to classic old-school classics. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> become the fiercest lady <laughs> on the police force. Take out the bad guys through four unique levels filled with challenging bosses and powerful special guns.
1: The Inner Friend for PS4, which I feel like we've heard about, or at least I've heard about. Inner Friend much, was in remember. one
0: of the showcases, and I think is already out on PC, but I oh. need to check was coming out for
1: PS4 this week. Led by a mysterious shadow, face fears and nightmares inhabiting its materialized subconscious universe. Dive into a unique and eerie world uh, to relive the shadow's childhood memories and overcome them to restore what was once a safe haven. Dark and scary, mysterious at times, the world of inner friend is a surrealist representation of memories and fears
0: jigsaw abundance comes to playstation 4 this week now with more themes and puzzles including 10 different themes to choose from four different difficulty settings to adjust any time during playing 50 high quality puzzle images the ability to adjust background themes in soft relaxing and cheerful music oh i love cheerful music you love puzzles moving out
1: <laughs> moving out is out this week for ps4 digital and retail moving out is a ridiculous physics-based uh, moving Simulator that brings a new meaning to couch co-op. Take on moving jobs across the town of Packmore. Enjoy the story mode solo or as a team of four friends. Move through sleepy suburbs, frenzied farms, haunted houses, and lands beyond to, uh, lands beyond to grow your company's reputation. That's a great write-up.
0: Sakura Wars comes to PlayStation 4. Uh, The Imperial Combat Review takes the stage as Tokyo's defense against demons in this extravagant adventure. adventure. Soldiers in wartime, theater performers in peacetime, the Flower Division is not living up to its legacy and risks being shut down. As newly appointed Captain uh, Kamiyama, it's up to you to turn things around. SnowRunner
1: is out this week for ps4 get ready for the next generation of off-road experience drive powerful vehicles and overcome extreme open environments mud torrential waters snow frozen lakes with 40 unique vehicles to unlock upgrade and customize go solo or play
0: with other players in four-player (sighs) co-op streets of rage 4 is on playstation 4 amongst the best beat-em-up series ever created jamming 90s beats and over-the-top street beaten the iconic series Streets of Rage comes back with a masterful tribute and tribute to and revitalization of the classic action fans adore.
1: And lastly, we have Telling Woo! Lies which out this week for PS4 Digital, an investigative thriller game with nonlinear storytelling. Telling Lies revolves around a cache of secretly recorded video conversations starring Logan Marshall Green, Alexandra Shipp, Carrie Bechet, Angela Sar- Sarafian and directed by Sam Barlow, creator of Her Story and Silent Hill Shattered
0: Memories. Uh, Telling Lies of course, one of my top 10 of last year on PC. So I can't pick it, obviously. It's an odd day, so I get to pick today first. Can't mm-hmm. pick Telling Lies. I highly recommend Telling Lies, though, for anybody listening. I can't tell you how it runs on PS4. I haven't turned it on yet. So then, bless. Lots of games out here this week. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of games. It's something Better than last games. week. Yeah. I would tell you Arcade Spirits on the short list for me. I would tell you... Moving out is, but moving out, I feel like I would have played anyway, so I feel like that'd be cheating. So our case, I'm kind of similar, yeah.
1: With moving
0: out. And then Streets of Rage four, which is which toes the line of what we that's would talk not, about. That's not AAA. Well, would we? Uh, I feel oh, like that's I don't think I don't think I would have turned out Streets of Rage, Street Rage, Rage 4, four really if I didn't do it here. Outside of like, if it wasn't for work, I'd probably not play. It. I'm gonna play. I'm picking Streets of Rage four. You're going to Streets of Rage four? Yeah, Yeah. I was also eyeing
1: Arcade Spirits. Part of me does, doesn't it's want to do another visual visual novel, though, right? Like that's the, yeah, yeah. Like I don't you want to do that so one. soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. You want to hear? But, do you want some feedback from Nick from SoCal? Yes, please. That'd Nick be Nick awesome. from SoCal wrote into Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames to be part of the show, just like you can. It says, "Gents, the drop is your oyster." Here's the Open Critic Roundup arcade spirits sits at an 81 book of demons a 78 daymare 1998 a 58 the inner friend 66 moving out a 78 telling lies a 79 greg miller editorializing telling lies deserves more than a 79 gun crazy has a, has one 7 out of 10 sakura wars has one 6 out of 10 in parentheses yeah right and then down the rabbit hole has one 5 out of 10 but andrea liked what she played lastly while it's easier to watch gameplay to explain the kind of puzzle in yeah, the kind of puzzle inactive neurons if you've played any video game ever it's a mechanic you should be familiar with that was like a weird vague like riddle yeah.
1: kevin could i possibly have you pull up a trailer of book of demons because that's one that i'm i'm eyeing but you like i don't want to I'm, I'm scared to pick it without like seeing it because again the the description of book of demons is it's a hack and slash deck building hybrid in which you decide the length of, of quests right hack and slash my jam deck building that's where i Not draw the name. line <laughs> <laughs> um and so i I, got, I gotta see what it looks like before i i dive in deep into book of demons but that's yeah. another one i'm eyeing seeing that score for arcade spheres kind of makes me want to it looks really cute like right that it looks, looks like really cute. The, the style of the of the art here the the title art looks really dope but then telling lies like that's another one that i don't think i'm gonna play outside of this and this might be a good like her story was, you can fire was again. pretty enjoyable. Okay, so Kevin has it's enjoyable book of demons here. Yeah, this doesn't look like my yeah, jam you necessarily.
0: Like you want to play right now. Yeah, this looks very strategic. But what if I told you telling lies is about reading? Pretty cool. No, it's not. We don't. But
1: no, I was gonna say telling lies is like you. Uh, it's about typing. Like, it's the one way you, you like. In key- are you putting in keywords and then watching videos and trying to... Piece yes, but together? they've
0: improved it since her, her Story, where, like, you're... At least on PC, you were able to click on the words, whereas Her Story had to type the words or whatever. Do Telling Lies. Just do it. I or did the, the Arcade lies. Spirits one.
1: Wait, you can't... So, do they have keywords you can click in Her...
0: In, That's in how Kong? it was in the PC one.
1: Okay. Yeah, Do Telling Lies, then. Or I guess I played on on Mac
0: or iPad, but whatever.
1: In Her Story, I kind of did like the idea that you have to think of, like, what keywords are. This would they be saying, you know? Like, that was yeah. a fun element, but... i'll I'll just do telling lies i'll play it and figure out how i feel okay
0: blessing correct it's time for reader mail it is um however this is no ordinary reader mail last week you asked the best friends to talk back in reader mail best friends talk back you said what are the must play jrpgs on playstation and why and let me tell you blessing people had opinions and they They sure did write in about these yeah i didn't you let people
1: talk if you let people talk back to you, they'll have things to say well,
0: I was very impressed, I want to say, with the entire uh, Kind of Funny Best Friend community. So many of you wrote in patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, of course, to be part of the show. Thank you so much. I'll read some of your yeah. ones. You, you how do you want to do this? You want to jump in? You want to read some here? You asked the question. Uh, I, I feel mean, like it's, it's, it's unfair of me. I, if you want to read, you
1: can, you, can, you can go for it. Okay. I, don't, I won't stop okay. you. But also, I would I would also want to put out, you know, shout out to everybody who wrote in. As a reminder, if you want to write in for best friends, talk back, you know, you can go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny games and, and do it there because I got a lot of DMs and a lot of people tagging me and things.
0: <laughs> You're like, this is not what I said.
1: <laughs> it's like, thank you for reaching out to me. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, y'all are awesome. But also, I got my DMs are filled right now. <laughs> I like the one we had a lot of people write in with like lengthy ones, which I'm a i am am not usually a fan of. Usually, it benefits you to be you know in the show uh, as, as to the point as possible. When we ask you to talk back and explain why it, many, many of you took the, the uh, 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 baton here and ran with it. So I'm looking. I want to want to start with a banger, all right? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in here that's good. Yeah, bang but, it up, um, Greg. Right? I'm gonna bang it up as the kids say. Right? Do they say that? I don't think they. They do not that.
1: say that, but they can. They might start now. Dan likes everything,
0: wrote into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. and says, I'm 38, so I was at the perfect age for the peak of JRPG, the JRPG era on PS1 and PS2. Picking just one game is so difficult. I'm going to sort of cheat here. My pick is in 2, but with a caveat. You'd be much better off playing the first three games of the series in order. They all take place in different time periods, but have strong connections and reoccurring characters that you'll love. That being said, I, if you can only play one, it has to be sweetened in two. The quick pitch is this. Your hero, through all kinds of shenanigans, ends up being the leader of an army that you must build to take on the big bads. The twist the twists are that you collect 108 unique characters throughout the course of the game. Parentheses. Most of them can be used as party members. Many of that are optional. And some of them uh, with bring mini games along with them, such as cooking competition and a dice game. Uh, and they all move into your ever-expanding base of operations. In addition to that, while it's mainly a turn-based RPG, there are one-on-one fights and large-scale and army versus army battles, the latter of which can result in permadeath for your characters. Plus, the turn-based battles involve six-person parties, and depending on who you pick, they or there are combo attacks. Think Chr- Chrono Trigger, but more variety. Everything from two-person combos to five-person combos, uh, which are all hype as hell. Honestly, there is such joy in recruiting new characters and going back to your base to see where they moved in and how the base has expanded. Characters will pop up in different areas of the base depending on uh, who you've recruited and where they are in the story. Parentheses, sort of like the Normandy in Mass Effect, but again, it's dozens of characters in a giant base. So there's so much more variety and depth. in 2 also has the absolute best villains of the genre, second only to Final Fantasy VI's Kefta, Kefka in my book. I think I just hyped myself when we're replaying the game, bless i'm sorry yeah, i just yeah, think yeah. i i think i hype myself into replaying the game period bless play sweetening in two
1: i'm trying to see what platforms is on because it's a it's a ps1 game that also came out on psp and yep. i'm trying to see I'm, I'm seeing like a psn release but i'm trying to figure out what that's available on. Now
0: i am of course as you know old and rusty but at IGN, Jared Petty, I remember yes. coming on and beyond to freak out about this coming. So I do think that puts it well into the Vita space of PS1 games.
1: So it's on PS3, PS Vita, and PSP. Perfect. From
0: what I can Mine tell, it's a PS1 fair. classic. Get on your PSP, man. You know. I mean, I could also get on my PS Vita, which I own. True. I mean, I don't you have know, a PSP. <laughs> go wrong. On it. Can't go wrong on it, you know. Um, let me get you another good one here. Here, let me tell you well, here because a lot of people wrote in with that, but there was one write-up. I'm just talking to myself while I go. You know what I mean?
1: You no, know, talk I like to yourself, to man. This. I like
0: I, I speaking into is one that
1: I remember, I remember he, listening to Jared Petty talk about it on podcasts all the time. Um and everything I heard about it sounds cool. Even I mean, this write-up here, right? Like even sells sells me on it a bit. Here I like come. the idea that you're
0: building an army. I'm gonna give you a long one from Arvin, and then we're gonna get a slam dunk sh- much shorter version, but I think it does this well, all right. Mm. Hey, Gressing! I was a lapsed party. Hold on, porty's trying to jump in my lap. He's gonna hurt. Oh some. no, party! Oh, what a ge- what a bing bong! <laughs> hey, Gressing! I was a lapsed patron, but I had to re-up my sub to give you this recommendation. In the Final Fantasy 7 remake review, you guys mentioned you really like the materia system. I also know that Greg really likes Persona Four and Five (parentheses), even though he's too chicken to finish Persona Five. But hey, let's not bring that up. Thank you. What if there's a game that combines the materia system and? Uh, Combines this, he's, there is an and, it's not supposed to be that. Combines the materia system with Persona's social link systems. Oh, you're believable about language. Character development, gripping narrative, excellent writing, deep lore for its vast world, and, let me finish the sentence, and by yeah. far, is what I consider to be the best RPG turn-based combat system that exists. Blessing.
1: I I feel like I've heard this pitch before. Well. Like a year or so ago. Is it, it can I guess, is yeah. it Trials of Cold Steel?
0: It sure is. Well, this, yeah, it's the Trial Series. Uh, The series, okay. Just stick with Arvin a second, because he's going to keep going. Well, I'm here to recommend a long-running, highly underrated JRPG series that is the Legend of Heroes Trial Series. By the end of 2020, there will have been 10 games in the entire series in Japan, seven of them released for the Western audience. That sounds like a lot, but wait. Don't let that intimidate you. There is an accessible jumping on point in the sixth game, which begins the Trials of Cold Steel subseries. series yeah, or trails. Playable. Not trials. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I think I did. I say trails or did I say trials? You're you're saying trials, but I I think I started it because I said trials. Gotcha. We're talking about trails. Sorry, buddy. I knew yeah. that because it's like planes in the air. Trails of Cold Steel subseries and are playable on PS4. Trails of Cold Steel is a story about a group of military academy students whose lives become intertwined in the struggles of its nation's political drama and civil war. There's magic. There's giant mechs. It's a wonderful blend of science, fantasy, and somehow the writing makes all of it grounded and believable. The games especially have strong characters and world building. For example, where most NPCs in JRPGs serve mostly as generic husks uh, that have one or two lines that repeat through the entire game, the NPCs in Trails feel much, like real, much more like real people. Their dialogue changes to reflect the current events of the world, or they'll have their own ongoing stories uh, that have updates and resolutions to later on in the game. Let me tell you bless. This is a game that people wrote in hand over fist to recommend hey. for you when you said this. Uh, one of my other ones was this. Uh, Dave Parker wrote in to patreon.com slash games and says, the Trails of Cold Steel series. It's the Avengers of JRPGs. And as of this upcoming fall, the games will be available on PlayStation 4. I replied to your tweet with this, and it currently has the most likes and replies. Don't be <laughs> cowards. Look into this series. Embrace it, love it, and live it. I'm.
1: I mean, you y'all might have sold me. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it it looks uh similar to like a Persona game. Um, it says here on Wikipedia that it came out in North America on on March twenty sixth, twenty nineteen for Trails of Cold Steel.
0: And so I, I'm I'm curious what the one that's coming out this fall is. Well, that they were talking it's, about it being a collection in fall. I think oh, right? the collection. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Because yeah. yeah, this is an old Vita one, right? Yeah, the it's on. Came it came on on out on
1: PS3, PS Vita. Um, and it's also on PS4. Because
0: I remember when I was looking for a game afterwards, I tried this and it didn't click. I, I want to say it was Justin McElroy was really into it at the time. But I don't know. I know other people are too. Uh, if you want more, just to drive the point home, Pulley wrote in and said, Legends, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, and the rest of the Trails games. Trails of Cold Steel is a great starting point on getting into the Legend of Heroes Trails series. It has a bit of Persona feel in that the main characters are students and Social Link-esque systems are there. It has a great turn-based battle system and the orb systems in Trails games uh, are a bit like Materia in Final Fantasy VII. The biggest draw, IMO, of this series is the amazing expansive world where it feels like every random NPC you meet in a random city has their own life story, many times having nothing to do with you and your story. Definitely a must-play for JRPG fans, mm-hmm. and I understand that the time investment can be daunting, especially if you want to jump into the full nine-plus game series.
1: Uh, it's also on sale right now on PSN. Uh, card, it's going to be card, You buy it. Save forty percent. It's twenty three ninety
0: nine right now until May eighth. It looks like. Mm-hmm. You think you're going to do it? Is that is that the winner? You said because that's where this started from, right? You you were playing Final Fantasy seven after Final Fantasy seven remake, and you were looking for another JRPG. Or you also yeah, I, Persona's I, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I also started Persona. Uh, yes, yeah, Persona Five Royal, and so I'm making my way through that also. Um, man, I'm, t- I'm I might I might hit the buy button on the Legend yeah. of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel.
0: I'm gonna give These you really one more, them. and it's one of the ones that I wasn't expecting to pop up here. But Charles Jacobson wrote in with this to patreoncom slash games. <laughs> Greetings, Greg, and blessing. JRPG implies it has to be made in Japan, but can we agree that today it's more tied to the type of systems and combat, not country. If so, let me tell you about arguably the best JRPG on PS4, Battle Chasers Night War by Airship Syndicate, Joe Mad and a lot of ex-Vigil folks. It's based on the Battle Chasers comics, which use JRPG tropes in a very creative way. The tank is a little badass girl, the massive battle mech has become the healer, etc., It's stunning. It's excellent in terms of writing. And I'm sorry. It's excellent in terms of writing. The combat is the best of any modern RPG, I'd say. It's not grindy, yet there's such a rewarding feeling you get from the experience. And it's sold as a smaller experience, but it still takes 25 to 30 hours to beat. Play it. You'll not regret it. Jonas crew are incredible at what they do. And hell, let me remind you, even Greg liked the game when he played it at Judges Week, but he and no one kind of funny ever played the full game. So it doesn't get the credit it deserves. Make things right, blessing. Don't let kind of funny be the company who doesn't appreciate Air, airship syndicate. First off, Charles Jacobson. I 100% airship syndicate. Joe Matt has always been good to me since he was on up at noon. He's always remembers me when we run to each other. I did like Battle battle Chasers Night War. When it came to Switch, I put it on my Switch and played it there for a little bit. It didn't click at the time because I wasn't in the mood to be reading that much and there was no VO. And then uh, they also did the Darksiders game, which I enjoyed too. So fuck you, man.
1: Which Darksiders game was that? Genesis. Gotcha, gotcha. Which I'm looking at I, it. I didn't put
0: a lot of time into it when I need to. I'm
1: looking at images of Battle Chasers Night War, and I totally somehow missed this as it was coming out. I guess October 2017 was like a busy time for games, so that, that's probably what that was. But yeah, dude, like this this looks pretty dope. Um, So shout out to that answer. Okay. I'm I'm clicking
0: buy on Trails of Gold Steel, by the way. Oh, there it is, everybody. You did it. Yeah, Trails I just Gold confirmed Gold? my purchase. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Vlad Jones. He, he wrote in and said, Kingdom Hearts is one of the best action... J- jrpgs around uh chasing his dream road in pushing for nino kuni the wrath R- R- of the white witch uh, a- i
1: tried yeah. wrath of the white witch and i that's the first one right yeah that came out on ps3 yeah, yeah. I, I tried it i i fell off of it i i don't know what, what it was that could that that didn't hook me i don't know but like it's a beautiful game like a great yeah. great art style
0: and then uh Jeff Wasson uh said Star Ocean till the end of time in xenogears Gears. Mm. Of course, many yeah, lots and lots of you wrote in. Wit was pushing for Valkyria Chronicles too. Uh Norman Pennyworth wanted uh to give a shot at the Shadow Hearts on the PlayStation 2. Amazing responses. Thank you yes. all so much for that. Couldn't do it without you. We should do this again sometime. We should do it. Do you have a question for us? Uh no, I don't have an
1: interesting.
0: Dude, don't question. force it. Don't force it. It needs to be natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Let's talk about a PSN profile of the week. Bless. Let's do it, Greg. This, of course, is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Giving me your PSN name. I read it here. We then go to your trophies on psnprofiles.com, a great site you should support. And we decide if you're good, bad, or down under. That didn't make any sense. Uh, Dan Alpin wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games wanting to be searched. PSN name is D A N L. -L 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 I-N-P, so it's D, it's his name, but he put a nine in instead of the, it's, it's a lot, Dan. You can change that anytime you want to, Dan. Uh, Dan <laughs> says, hey, Greg, and blessing. Hello from the Lockdown UK. Oi, oi, Governor. Whilst I have been lucky enough to continue working during these times, I have still found time to ignore the sun outside and continue hunting platinums. Each week on PSI Love You, I keep hearing you review other best friends' PSN profiles, wishing that one week you might have a look at mine. I recently got a PlayStation VR for my 30th birthday, and so have been and so have been enjoying unlocking platinums in virtual reality. So far, Astrobot Rescue Mission is my favorite VR game. If any other best friends have recommendations for great PSVR platinums to go for, please let me know. I wanted to say thanks uh, for I want to say thanks for keep myself. He says keep myself. <laughs> thanks for myself and the rest of the community. Ah, he left out the ing thanks for keeping myself and the rest of the community entertained uh, in these difficult times that's
1: always the, that's the always the awesome fun words. game to play to figure out like all right what are they
0: trying to say here yeah right uh, and i hope you enjoy my uh trophy collection p.s i'm ashamed to say that as a playstation fan i have never played Unchar- the uncharted games but i am getting closer to the big 100 uh milestone i plan on making those game my 97th ni- 98 99 and 100 platinum wow i love wow. that idea the dedication uh, right now, yeah, as we pop in over here, right, we are looking at uh, right now. Dan had well, first off, work hard, play hard. That's his, his uh, little, little saying there. I like that. Uh, level really 25 in trophies right now, a total of four thousand six hundred ten trophies, eighty seven plats right now. Uh, wow. Last one being Astrobot Rescue Mission. Before that, yeah. Jedi Knight Two. Astrobot
1: Rescue Mission is a I know he said it's his favorite VR game, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's up it's up there with Beat
0: Saber. Those are like the two best you PSVR games. Mm-hmm uh what else get you uh, like because yeah he you know he mentioned the vr thing yeah and he said so it's Body's got there he's got the playroom vr uh he's got i didn't realize he could platinum playroom vr yeah
1: because isn't that like a, like a demo like not not a demo but isn't it like a it's you like teaching you how different... to do
0: stuff right yeah yeah like defeat the vr monster save the city
1: interesting rick and morty Re- remember Ricalli. on the,
0: yeah. the vr uh the vita game the vita intro thing welcome park or whatever that had a can you platinum that wait did it have a platinum or it just, maybe it just had trophies well, that's no. interesting now you got me checked no, well
1: welcome. welcome park trophies i don't remember ever seeing anybody having
0: a trophy for welcome park park but i could a be wrong. Tro- yeah no i'm sorry it just had trophies it didn't have a. Platinum. it had trophies interesting yeah, yeah, yeah it had a gold trophy that was the one i got complicated i got confused what about um, when we got our vita that it had what about near
1: like not like wasn't there like an app on vita called near yeah where, don't like,
0: talk near we don't talk about Nier. did they have trophies trophies to it uh, no nobody understood near it sucked you got a game good what the yeah. fuck are you talking about what is this nightmarish nightmarish mm-hmm. uh platinum in kingdom hearts 3 that's nothing to sneeze at platinum at lego dc superheroes platinum in medieval you don't see that often <laughs> You don't see people that's playing not, medieval that often. That's not a that's not a platinum. C uh, <laughs> platinum in Dead Nation. No sh- nothing there. Platinum in Final Fantasy fifteen, Final Fantasy twelve, uh, Overcooked two, Yu. I can never say it, but you know what I mean. Spider Man, Lego Marvel Superheroes two, Zero Dawn, Unlike Blessing, Lego Dimensions Bless. That's another good one. Game taken too is soon it, from us. Is it, if
1: if you, if I wanted to platinum that game today, could I even do
0: it for Lego Dimensions? I mean, you'd have to get the Lego stuff with it, but. Mm. and it'd be, that'd be difficult to do wouldn't it yeah probably to get the lego stuff yeah no i gave mine away to some kids so i can't help you anymore i mean yeah. i'm not looking to platinum i'll just very curious well, i mean if you're thinking about it i'll go through the hoops and i'll try to get it for you you know what i mean like you know i love that game uh lots of legos here you got lego star wars 3 lego pirates of the caribbean sly one sly two sly three got over ascension you don't see that one often either la noir all the jacks i like what i like about it dan is that you get into grooves you know what i mean yeah man he
1: platinumed ratchet deadlocked what a great platinum i did you ever were you ever into ratchet deadlocked greg did you ever play that one which one
0: was ratchet deadlocked
1: that was like the one that um was basically like an arena shooter game like it 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 basically was uh it was like a ratchet like spinoff where it is like ratchet gets abducted i think and then like put into like like this alien arena um like game show type deal. That game was super fun, but never got the respect it deserved. And it's a game that I think they should bring back in some form. Like a a Ratchet Deadlocked 2 that came out like today, I think could be really fun because it is like it's Ratchet and Clank gameplay that is meant for um like a horde mode or like multiplayer modes. It's like a multiplayer focused Ratchet game. That like if you look at the weapons and like the layout of it, I
0: think I I think it works so well today. But I doubt (laughs) they'll go back to it. All right. Well, Dan, great trophy list. I like that you burn hot on a series or something, or like at least a genre, and then you get out and you do the Warriors. Other. Sorry, I'm like I like scrolled all the way down to You're see like, what
1: these early oh. Platinums are. Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud. I like this guy. This, this
0: guy's. Oh, Dan, you get cool. the blessing seal of approval. Yeah, Dan, you get the. <laughs> for you for get seal of approval. Levels. I love you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been PS. I love you. XOXO. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, we're your weekly PlayStation podcast. You hang out, you nerd out with us, and we have a good time. If you want to give us your trophies, if you want to ask us questions, if you just want to be part of the show, patreon.com slash kind of funny games, where, of course, you can get the exclusive post show we're about to record. That's right. The podcast doesn't have to end unless you're on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or podcast services around the globe. You can just head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Get the show ad free. Watch it as we record it live and get that post show. Blessing. Greg. Great work today.
1: You too. You did a great job.
0: Thank you. I'm looking forward to this post show with you. But until then, for everybody else, it's been our pleasure to serve you.